Hello everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of Fast Travel Lounge. My name is Patrick, I'm joined by Seth, Steve, and that's right, we have Josh back this episode. Say hi, Josh. How are we doing? People have missed you. Who? No, like two, <laughs> our two viewers? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a good question, that's a good question. Um, hi, Mom. If, you, if you've missed Josh, tell us below. No, I'm kidding. Um, if you didn't, tell him. Yeah, yeah, tell, tell him if directly. If you didn't, tell me, yeah. <laughs> Now, how, how was the week off? I mean, all I did was basically get stuck into my new job and uh, start finding a new job. So, <laughs> yeah, not not much to talk about for me. On that Sigma grind set. <laughs> Sigma grind set, indeed. Um, well, we are now only a few days away from Christmas. What's the what are the people's Christmas song counts at? Mine's still at a measly maybe like three. Do you mean like Christmas songs in total, like every Christmas song ever? <laughs> <laughs> either either how many you've heard or how pissed off you are that you've heard them well out and about like both of those are a three for me i've i've heard oh, a yeah. couple and i haven't been too like distracted by it yet uh, i'm probably like a two i usually wear like headphones when i go out so i don't really hear it but then at the same time i'll put it on when i want to feel christmasy mine is still a one from that one meme video that was telling me to get ready to hear it a lot and i haven't heard it since I actually forgot my headphones on the Friday and I walked past the work site because they're doing some like rail work near where I walked to go to work and uh, literally a Christmas song started playing and you saw like four different tradies go, who put this shit on? <laughs> and they were about walking over to the radio. Oh, I, I was expecting them to just tools down, whip out the Santa hats. That'd be just, great. Just really dive in. You know what I mean? There was some of the uh, like the safety people, like directing people where to walk that were wearing safety hats, but it was like 37 degrees, so I'm not entirely sure why they were wearing them. That's just rough at that point. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Maybe they're doing it for TikTok or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like it's it's been a while, but like because I haven't been able to to leave uh, my city um, until this last week, actually. But uh, back when I could leave my city, back when TikTok was blowing up, just every so often you'd drive through like roadworks and there'd just be two of them, just one filming another just on a work site. And you're like, hmm, I'd, I'd much rather the work got done and then I wouldn't be stuck <laughs> in traffic. You know what I mean? Mate, don't you know that it's, it's like the one to two, one to work, two to supervise? You know? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one to work, two to record. Yeah, but true. But speaking of uh, you being able to leave your city, I'm... I'm wishing we couldn't because our our cases are rising again. Yep, we've gone from 480-something to 2,800, I think it was, or 2,600 maybe. Was it 2,800? I thought it was 2,400. It was 2,600 today. 2,600 today, I think, yeah. So we've, we've jumped up like 2,200 cases in seven days per day. Guys, so- guys, guys, guys. If people want bad news, they can tune into any other podcast. We're here about good vibes. Let's talk about biz. something uplifting. Climate change. <laughs> Shit, sorry. No, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> damn it. No. Bad Patrick. Bad bad segue. Um, what else has been happening? Uh, <laughs> um, do we actually have... Yeah, actually, just Christmas plans in general. What are we What are we doing? We, are we going away? This is kind of the... I guess this is the closest thing we've got to a Christmas episode. Woohoo! Yeah, so I'm, I had like a Christmas dinner with friends yesterday, and I ate so much I gave myself stomach cramps. But you know what? It do be like that. These first world <laughs> problems, my God. Yes. <laughs> and because like I'm such a scab, like we got to use some of the containers we brought to the Christmas dinner to take leftovers home. Oh, beautiful. You oh, you, you rock up with the like that. terribly overmayoed potato salad and you walk away with actually edible food. No, we actually brought um home well, my partner homemade rice paper rolls. And I got to say that um I helped make them. Yeah, yeah, so that, like that's the Royal We. Yeah. We we made yeah. rice paper rolls. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. As opposed to the French Wii, which is yes. <laughs> As opposed to normal Wii, which is urine. <laughs> I, like, I like how oh, that, that got worse. That, that got worse good. twice. 
Do you still do that thing where, like, if you're out to dinner with someone and someone doesn't quite finish it, you go, all right, give it here then? Oh, that's not very COVID safe. I don't really do that anymore. Yeah, yeah perfect. That's the, ex- that's the excuse. <laughs> you, used to, you used to walk up to strangers' tables. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone do that since high school. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, but I, I can so, tell you about a quiche. Well, well, welcome, <laughs> welcome back to the Australia versus New Zealand cast. Did you guys ever have ends at high school? Ends. Yeah, somebody be drinking a can of whatever drink, and you just got to you got to just call that you got the last little bit of that can by calling ends. I've never heard of that before in my life. Yeah, me either. Try it with your workmates. Try it. Try it at Friday drinks with the work. Why would I do that? I could just get another drink. <laughs> you know, a full one. You just told Peter they'd be here like <laughs> someone's doing a shot. You're like ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um. Yeah, uh, Seth, what were you going to do over Christmas break? Uh, so, I skipped out of my uh, work Christmas party to record a podcast, and we didn't end up recording that podcast that day. Oh, no. That's true. Yeah, do you have to, like, do you have to like bring biscuits in for the rest of the office to say, sorry for just being antisocial? Or... No, we were going to a bar, and um, all our money was going towards uh, the tab for that night. <laughs> So I, I didn't see much reason to go because I don't drink that much. Well, please, what please tell me you, you actually walked into the bar and then said, sorry, I have to go create content with the boys and then left. I did not. <laughs> no, I should have. But that would have been like a two hour public transport trip for me. I think was it would have been it, Was it at least like a cool bar for like an animation place? Like, uh, I think it was just a bar around the corner from um, the animation place. Mate. Nah, 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 nah. But yeah, uh, besides that, no, I don't really have many Christmas plans. Usually on Boxing Day, I go out with my family. But that's about it. Josh? Um, on Christmas Eve, I might be going to see the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, depending on if I can get out of work on time. And then, yeah, I'll just go, I'll go to my family's place. You know, make the, the yearly appearance and then disappear. <laughs> yeah, kind of similar. Now that now that I'm able to, to leave my city, I can drive down drive down to the parents for, for Christmas. Enjoy that couple of hours drive. Oh, 10 hours. Ten, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Enjoy that. Right. So not Man, that's like the entirety of New Zealand. Yeah, it's <laughs> North Island to the top of North Island. Yeah, we, we drove. Remember I drove overnight from uh, from South Island, from like the, the top to basically the bottom yeah, in like, what, like eight, ten hours? Queenstown, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that wasn't that too was long. Good. That was fine, but... Christchurch to Queenstown. I I don't think it would have been Christchurch to Queenstown. No, that's, that's what was, we did. yeah. Yeah, we that's what we did. Christchurch and then we went to Queenstown. Because we arrived in Christchurch and we were like, oh, because we went there for like a holiday and I was like, wow, there's nothing here. They really didn't recover after the earthquake. And you... And you drove overnight? Yeah, I just drove overnight, yeah. Was it overnight? I thought you left I think it was overnight, because I think I had the shits, because we were like, oh, we, we can sleep here, because it's like 6 p.m. We didn't even spend, yeah, we didn't spend the night in the first place. No, I think we spent we spent one night there, and the next day we were on the road. Did we really? Oh, maybe we did, because we had to pick up the car. Yeah. Well, no, we had the car. I don't yeah, know, but, but yeah, we, we drove in one session. The car was on the plane. No, we hijacked the plane. <laughs> yeah. So there were these two towers. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you flew the plane into Christchurch and then drove it to Queenstown. I understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was what Microsoft's flight sim was, t- was teaching us. Into Christchurch itself, yeah. So what caused the earthquake. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, me, me, and, segway, me, and, segway, me and five segway. million of my other people just need to go brick Josh real quick. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 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 kind of weird because the like geographically, I think, um, well... Geographically, the South Island is definitely bigger than the North Island, but it takes longer to drive from Auckland to Wellington than it does to drive from maybe not the top of the South Island to the bottom of the South Island, but like the the general like you know top like main place you'd be in the South Island to the bottom main place you'd be in the South Island. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I was going 
pretty high over the speed limit and i don't think we changed roads once it was like <laughs> one road <laughs> i mean you can definitely do it faster than 10 hours but 10 hours is like the comfortable stop for a bit part way that kind of that kind of deal uh Anyway, come and visit New Zealand when you get the chance, everybody. <laughs> Our borders might be open eventually. <laughs> That's what you love to hear, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, guys, 14 days to top spread. Um, ah, sorry. No, no COVID chat. No COVID chat. Ugh, bad Patrick. Um, I guess we will just go into Round the Lounge. Josh, what have you been up to this week? What have you been up to the last two weeks? Literally nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've done a little bit more Pokemon. Uh, which we can either talk about or, or not. We, we could skip it because it's just post-game stuff. Um, and then I've played a little bit of the new Diablo season because it doesn't cost me any money and doesn't involve Blizzard getting any money. So I did that because I've been doing that seasonally for the last couple of years. And then just a bit of a game called Escape from Tarkov, which for anyone that, that knows it is like a hardcore kind of gun simulator, basically. So I can explain that a little bit. I can't believe week after week we shit-talk Activision Blizzard so much. Josh takes one week off and then comes in going, oh yeah, I played a Blizzard game. I mean, <laughs> it didn't cost me any money. I've had the game, actually, I didn't even buy the game. One of my mates bought the game for me in like 2012, so it literally cost me nothing. <laughs> this is costing them server space. <laughs> I think someone bought me the game as well, and I just played it for an hour and haven't turned it back on since. I don't even have... Probably. I don't even have the Blizzard launcher anymore. I had to reinstall it to play it, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea I didn't even have it. Well, don't worry, just... Just wait for them to remake another game and it'll break the existing launcher anyway. Looking at you, Warcraft. Oh, God. Yeah. I played Diablo yeah. 3 on console. That was pretty good. Didn't have to deal with the Blizzard launcher. I played Diablo 3 on console and I thought it was horrible. <laughs> I thought it was fine, but at the same time. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I played that with you at the same time and it was just nothing but everyone going into their menus after each other. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really bad. Yeah, we were very drunk that night, but I remember being mad because it wasn't the same as the one on PC and I couldn't control where I wanted to dash. Yeah, nah, I didn't like that at all. Anyway. Uh, Steve, what have you been up to last week? I've uh, been getting some very decent alone time with Halo Infinite, both, both multiplayer and the campaign, and that's... Uh, I have some, some thoughts about that, and we'll discuss that. And I've also... Some some thoughts and feelings? Yeah, some thoughts and feelings. Maybe some thoughts and prayers as well. Some thoughts and prayers, if you will, <laughs> some yeah. Some opinions and facts. <laughs> yeah, and on my... Now that I've sort of caught up with all the Halo games, I'm starting the epic odyssey of going through Kingdom Hearts. So I'm up to Kingdom Hearts 2, um, and that is it's, it's not the first time i've played it it's the second time and that is an experience um and it's definitely a shame you'll have to wrap that up with the worst kingdom hearts game kingdom there's hearts so 3. many worse than kingdom hearts 3 <laughs> like, oh man you just fell like hook line sinker for that bait but yep <laughs> no, i hear it don't all. spoil i haven't played kingdom hearts 3 yet so don't spoil that but so i just hit anyway so yeah we'll get to that when we get to that and that's that's my lounge section covered thank you for that steve Seth, what about you Man, what haven't I done this week? Whoa, calm down there, big fella. <laughs> so I watched I watched season one of and two of Young Justice while working. Um, I also started watching The Office. I think I'm passed through two seasons of that now, <laughs> after one day. Um, but more importantly, I've almost finished Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker. So what you're telling me is you have the hobbies of a fourteen year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I uh, I also I also went and watched uh, Spider Man yesterday. I, I'm begging you. Yeah, no, I, I believe <laughs> all three of us actually uh, unanimously decided that you cannot talk about that until we watch it. <laughs> that, that ain't gonna stop if you. Do me. like I said, I will send you to meet Stanley. Oh, <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, so 
I I feel like our uh, one or two lovely listeners out there will have missed Josh so much that we probably should talk about uh, talk about Pokemon for a bit just to just to get your voice back, just to you know reacclimatize people to what the sound of being wrong is like. So why don't we start with you, Josh? I mean, we definitely don't have to talk about the uh, the competitive Pokemon scene in BDSP. <laughs> But I mean, I guess we can talk about the the Battle Tower a little bit and how it's literally identical to the one in Diamond and Pearl, basically. Well, I mean, why don't we? Because I actually we, we've sort of touched on BDSP for about I think this would be the third episode. Uh, probably not going to do too much on it this time. But I don't remember if you were obviously you finished it in three days. We all laughed. We we all made fun of you for that. Um, yes, I'm now seventy odd hours in. Nice. Did we discuss? Nice. That's that's weird actually because I think I'm. 30 like i think i'm almost exactly half that yeah i'm like at like 31 or 32 or something yeah did we discuss that much of the post game i actually don't remember because we, <laughs> I, don't um, think we... I i had literally just beat it and i couldn't spoil it for you that guys, might so. have been it okay well i think we could do slightly more spoilery okay so spoiler warning for everyone listening we're probably going to discuss the the post game of a game that technically came out 14 years ago <laughs> although there is like new stuff in this post game so you know that that's kind of cool sure they did something with it so uh steve where are you up to for context by the way sorry in advance for this seth i don't know how much you'll be able to or want to talk (laughs) during this section but probably is important that we get josh's voice before you know whatever artificial intelligence algorithms you run over the recording think that he's an imposter uh where are you up to in the post game um, so I pretty much finished it. Um, I just need to go and catch Heatran. Um, and I'm pretty much just need to do like the legendaries from um, Ramnus Park. And then I'll probably get together a team for the Battle Tower for some weird reason. Um, realistically, what I'll, u- I'll do is I'll probably get half the team and be like, you know what? I'm done. Because creating the team is like half the fun. It is. To, it absolutely is. Like, yeah, it then literally like is. Yeah. Training and grinding. You're like, you know what? See ya. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like the post game is exactly the same. There's no change. Um, mm. But yeah, it's 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 good. I'm enjoying it, having a great time. Where are you up to, Patrick? Um, I have shoot. It's been a weirdly long time since I played it, which is only like a week. Um, I have done enough of the battle tower to fight uh the legend 27's dad. Oh, so you're further than me then? I don't think so, because I so I. Sorry, first of all, for context, I only played Platinum on my brother's DS cartridge so many years ago that I barely remember the post-game. I just remember bits of the story. But in this one, I got walled by those two people saying, hey, you should really go check out the Battle Tower. So I just sort of grinded the Battle Tower enough to get to the Legend 27's, like, your, your rival's dad, who I called the Legend 27. Um, and I and I kicked his ass, but it wasn't enough to unlock the Master Tier in Battle Tower. So I assumed that was as far as I needed to go for Battle right. Tower, and now I can do the rest of the um island you know going i mean those guys just disappear whenever you unlock the national decks so really <laughs> oh yeah. okay well that would explain yeah, why like, then because yeah. <laughs> i yeah. Yeah, because that that was the order of operations because I, I went and i did the battle tower ground out his dad and then got the national deck so i would have gone okay i had to do that much of the battle tower to unlock them okay fine well that's where i'm at anyway and so i've just been doing um the underground while watching netflix to you know, get a bunch of trophies and things. Do you know how many battles you had to win to, to fight his dad? Uh, it wasn't that many. I think it's 49. It's 49 for the master tier, I think. And I only did 21, I think. 21 win streak. Uh, yeah, I think. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure on the 21 win streak, he's like the final one. 
and then he's up again at level number 50 and number 100 if I remember correctly because I in the original Diamond Pearl um I completed oh it. man that why did you lose at 20 no 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 so so i the first time i did it, i got to like a 30 streak or something like that 36 i think and then the next time i did it, i got to like 41 and then now i'm up to like 56 and i unlocked the master clip tier and i'm like oh. when do i verse the boss i remember there being a boss oh, at some yeah point no you definitely thing. fought him you probably it just must... crushed him like the bug he is no i i haven't he must only be in the single battle mode because oh. i don't play single battles because oh. it's for, for nerds see i only yeah, do like... the single battle <laughs> double battles where it's at yeah, so he must only be in the single battle. So I've unlocked Masterclass, and I, I've, I'm like sitting here going, oh, the next battle, like we just did 49, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I need 50 to get into the yeah. Masterclass, thinking, oh, this is going to be a really tough battle. And then they send out like a mug kit, but I'm like, oh, they've reset yeah, yeah. my streak. Like, oh, look, it's Tuba <laughs> Ricky with his bloody <laughs> level level one yeah. water yeah, like starter. six magic ups. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I was like, what? But okay, that, yeah, okay. I'm going to have to do the single battles now, but I'm going oh, to have to Oh, you got to be back on a new Pokemon. team. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I do. Now, now, see, I just thought I'd finish with the game. Here we are. Now so I get to go back in. Starts. So the other thing, I know it's not BDSP chat, but it's just because uh, I was messaging Josh about this, that in the last week, uh, it has occurred to me, because I know they announced this a while ago, that they are closing, uh, are they, is it that they're closing Pokemon Home or closing Pokemon PokeBank or whatever it is? Pokemon they're, Bank? they're shutting something down January 2022. Oh, is that why you were doing it? Oh my god! It won't be Pokemon. No, 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 no. Whatever, whatever the Switch, whatever the so. DS one is, PokeBank. Yeah, Bank. Yeah, yeah, it's Bank. The, the Nintendo oh is god. is discontinuing part of that service. I don't know which part. Part of that service from January 2022. So I took it upon myself to shift everything off of Oras. Finally, it was a, it was a weird. I don't know. It's like the closest. That's the closest I've come to crying in a while. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> moment, just because I I had my entire living decks until that point on Oras. And I might not have played it in years at this point, but just booting it, just going back into the main screen, and it just, I don't know, just the wave of nostalgia, and the like, oh yeah, I'm on the battle island, I'm in front of the second daycare, uh, you've got like the- 700 hours in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's several, like, just multiple hundreds of hours, um, which actually terrifies me, because I have just shy of 500 hours in Sapphire, and I have hatched oh. roughly 1,100 eggs. And oh. from PokeBank, because it kept track of... I thought that was quite cool, actually. It, it tracks your stats, but it only tracks your stats if you open the Pokedex menu in PokeBank. It's kind of weird. So if I open PokeBank and I, and I just transfer stuff off of Oras, it won't record anything. But if I open PokeBank with Oras and visit the Pokedex, it then syncs data. Kind of weird. Oh, I might have to do that for all my saves. I don't think... I, oh, not that it's going to matter, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so... And so my Pokemon Y game doesn't actually read in my 3DS anymore oh, because okay. one, it's age and two, how much I've played it. Um, and I managed to finally get it to read for a brief period to transfer the last, because I transferred most of the stuff off before, but I managed to transfer the last couple things off of it. And I managed to sync the data, which was the, the part that I was most impressed by. And I have 480 something hours in ORAS and I've hatched 1100 eggs. I've hatched 2,300, so I sent the image to Josh, whatever it is, 2,300-ish eggs in Pokemon Y. I don't know how many hours I have in Y, <laughs> but <laughs> that scares me. Oh, in Y, it, absolutely, yeah. No, I, I, I you know, started with Y, did as much of the Pokedex as I could, transferred everything to Oras, um, made the entire living decks in Oras, which I was weirdly proud about, and, you know, did the whole... 
Yeah, I did the exact same thing. I got the living decks through the Gen 6 games, XY and RS. Yeah. And I was working on doing it for Sun and Moon, but I just gave up at some point. I just couldn't be bothered anymore. Yeah. Well, not yeah. couldn't be bothered. I, I just started feeling burnt out of Pokemon at that point because I had spent so much time doing the living decks. I I only completed mine in, like, what, like, February this year? Yeah, I think it was like seen. that. Yeah. I, it was, yeah. yeah. And I, I did the Yeah, no, it was because it was right at the tail honest. end of me playing hades too much so yeah it would have yeah, been around february yeah yeah and i literally i did 90 percent of the pokedex in oris even like this year basically to to get yeah. this living next so like but there, there was something there was something fantastic like i it's i actually just don't know the words to describe booting a game that you've played for 480 hours as a remake of your favorite generation like the first pokemon game i ever played with sapphire and this was Alpha Sapphire. This was the remake. This had everything I wanted. Pokemon Scanner, just everything. Flying around on Latias, the Hidden Islands, all of it. Fantastic. And then just seeing the super training screen where you just where your little Pokemon like um, icon just punches the little stuff, the little yeah. socket the little soccer bag as the EV training mechanic. And it was just like, wow, this is this is like something that I've played for like you know, the better part of, what are we at now, seven, eight years from yeah, Y? Like, more. just yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like Pokemon's hit that high since Oraz to me. Yeah, and annoyingly, same. <laughs> Don't worry, when they do, um, when but, they do the Black and Anyway, white, I, right? I, know that we're, we'll, I know that we're getting... We'll be back home. No. Yeah. No, I, that's when we'll no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Literally the worst gen. The only games I refuse to play. Well, if you haven't played no. it, how would you know it's a bad gen? I, I tried to play it. I got, like, right to the end of the first Black and White and was like, this is the worst game I have ever played Pokemon on. What and turned it off. Oh. It was so bad. <laughs> you played Sun and Moon and you're saying that. Oh. Sun and Moon was a better game than Black it and White will ever be. Not. How alone, if if I just played the adventures of How, would be better than Black and White. Steve, the only way to, the only way to cope is to filter out his bad opinion about Gen Five because we both know that it's perfect. Uh, oh, it is so bad. <laughs> Gen Five and Gen oh, Two but the... peak Pokemon. Gen Two is the not only good thing. Take your nostalgia goggles off. The pacing is <laughs> garbage. Gen Two is Joe peak. What do you mean you have two garbage. more regions and fourteen gyms? Oh, a sixteen just gyms. Got more content doesn't mean it's good. Con- anyway, look. We- Gen 2 and no. <laughs> Gen 4 peak Pokemon. Gen 4, yes. Alright, Gen Gen 2, Gen 4 from Seth. No, no, uh, I, I, Steve, I, I was, which gens? Uh, Gen 5, Gen 4. Sorry, Seth, cl- clarify? I was saying it as in, like, um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver is the peak Pokemon experience. Oh, right, when they remade Gen 2 the first time. So you like the originals, and then they remade them, and you're like, I like the remakes as well. Yeah, I was happy with the original and the remakes, they're great. Fair enough. Uh, Steve? Yeah, probably Gen 4 and Gen 5. Oh, but they're all, like, they're... I don't really see any of them that's bad, though. Like, they're all good in their own sort of way. What about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? They're trash. On the on their own, they are good. <laughs> if you play Sun and Moon, and then two days later, later play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you're getting the same game. Except worse. You're fucking yeah. wasting your time. And it was like 80 uh, bucks. <laughs> you're like, why? <laughs> this is identical. They took, out, they took out all the interesting parts of the story in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Where was the child abuse? Yeah, they took that out. They really did desensitize it. All right, we're just going to skip over that, Seth. Uh, Josh, what was your favorite? What what were your favorite gens? I mean, Gen 2 and Gen 3, without a doubt, in- including the remakes, but Gen 2 and Gen 3 alone would just peak. I love them. Even even Fire Red was amazing. So if there's a giant if there's a giant Venn diagram of all of us, it seems like the Gen 2, Gen 3 era would be where we're all circled, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I didn't want to harp on about my weird nostalgia trip this week. It was just because I decided I probably should move everything across before Pokebank goes down. 
Uh, and there was also the other thing that I that I remembered. Um, I it's the only time I've organically got a shiny legendary, <gasps> and it it kind of sucks because I don't think I'll. Well, I'm not going to run the risk of trying to give it the Kalos Hall of Fame ribbon from putting it back in Y because I feel like it might just either corrupt the data and I lose it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or the card never reads again and I lose it. <laughs> oh no. But wait a second if uh, if sorry, I need to circle back to Poker Bank going down. If that's going down, how do you move stuff from the Fred Yes games over to Switch if that's gone? You won't be able to. That's that that's what I think. So I I I on a, I I'm going to end up mincing my words. I don't remember what it is that's going down because I know that Nintendo started taking steps to make it harder to top up your accounts on 3DS. And trying to get people to move on to, to merging their accounts with Switch. So it was already harder than before to add funds to my wallet. Which just meant using a computer rather than a DS. Um, but I I remember reading somewhere that, that something about PokerBank is going to change after January 2022. It might be that it's still going. And it just starts to reduce in scope or something. But I think they are also starting to try and shift people away from the 3DS titles. Which... You know, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon was what, three years ago now? Three? It was like 2016, 2017. Oh, it's at least four years old. That that hurts. Thanks. Um, No, Oris released in 2014. Yeah, I took it with me to Europe. I played on the plane. It was good. That yeah, that hurts more. Of, yeah, <laughs> Sun and Moon came out in 2016. Also, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, I was oh, 2017. Oh. It was Let's Go 2018, yep. Sword Shield 2019. Shoot, it would have yeah. been. It yeah, would have been. No, you're Sword right. Sword Shield yep. 2021. Oh, sorry, t- 2020. 2020 yeah, slash 2021. And then BDSP yeah. 2021. Dude, there's not enough Pokemon games. Yeah, so so to answer, so to answer your question, Seth, I've got <laughs> no idea. But I'm not going to run the risk because I, I have. I'm not seeing anything about PokeBank going down at the moment, so it might just be. It might have just been. It's harder to. Okay, in that case, fine. I just did the nostalgia trip out of my own spite. That's fine. Uh, chalked it up to to masochism. Um, but you know, the only the only shiny that I've ever got organically was a shiny Curem, and it was only because I was soft resetting for it in Oras. And I was just capturing it and checking its nature, and I finally got one that's modest. And it wasn't even that I realized it's shiny because I haven't played Gen Five. I didn't uh, know what okay. shiny or non-shiny Kyurem looked like. <laughs> it was only when I spliced it with Zekrom, and I went, "Why does it look different?" <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I went, "Oh my god, it's a shiny Kyurem, and it's the right and nature, it was, which is more important." <laughs> yeah. And it was entirely by like if that thing was any nature other than modest, I would have just soft reset and not given a second thought. Like that was. <laughs> Curem number in the tens of whatever it was that I had to that, that I was going after. So, yeah, super amazed that that the stars aligned for that one. Um, anyway, we should shift back to what we were actually talking about, BDSP. So, now that we are all roughly around the battle tower, what sort of battle tower strategy have you been using, Josh, in your double battle? Oh, I'm VGC player. Uh, yeah. What's your matter? <laughs> I mean, literally, I did. I, I literally looked at single battles and went, "Why is this an option?" <laughs> I just went to double battles. GGC at Worlds. Anyway, what's your matter? <laughs> um, so at the moment, because I'm just trying to like, because because they're AI, right? You don't need to use all that much strategy. You just need brute force. So I'm using a Garchomp. Uh, a Togekiss, an Arcanine, and Rotom Wash, which is quickly becoming one of my favorite Pokemon. It is so unbelievably strong. 
Oh my god, just like regular VGC play. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'll probably use Rotom Heat or Rotom Mo because you know I need to be able to counter this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and <laughs> you, 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 you want, you desperately want it to be some like off-meta set. You're like, no, everyone uses Rotom Wash. I'll be better than that. I'll use Air Balloon Rotom Fan. Well, I'm using it. Yeah, I'm using a Choice Scarf Rotom Wash. So even about as meta as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Hydro Pump, Volt Switch, <laughs> uh, Discharge, and what was the other like move? Thunder Wave or something, probably. Uh, oh, a Trick. Oh, yeah, Trick. <laughs> yeah, so literally just meta. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, and that served you well? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm up to Masterclass now, so. I literally just, like got there yesterday and was like, cool, I'm going to close the game and I'll do Masterclass later. And then I was like, oh, do I really need to do it? I've, I've got my Pokemon. They're EV trained. They're basically perfect IVs. You know, they're level 100. <laughs> they're kind of perfect IVs for what they need to be. What, were they actually? How did you get to level 100 so fast? So there's a trainer you can... Well, it's not so fast. I'm 70 hours in. But <laughs> there's a trainer that you can fight that has, like, one chancy that's, like, level 60 um, on the right-hand side of that, that island. So if you just run up versus Seeker them and just keep battling them, you can do it that way. Uh, so I just basically yeah. gave the leader a lucky egg and then just did that over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Because once again, shout out to Oras, Blissey bases, 10 out of 10. Yeah, they were amazing. But a Sword and Shields like, thing with the candies was honestly great. The candies are much better. Yeah, the grind isn't fun. No, the grind's not fun. Especially when it's like, if you were grinding your original six Pokemon, it's like, cool, whatever. But when you're trying to grind stuff for competitive just so that you can bottle cap them so that they can be level 50 perpetually, yeah. it's like... Uh, why <laughs> so yeah. if we're all getting close to the uh actually i'm gonna hold that thought for a sec steve what's your matter so considering that like i i like a mix of what's actually good versus what i actually what pokemon I actually like um so i've got like an electivire a crobat um i'm planning a heatran and lucario as well and maybe like a clefable and a starmie can you actually use heatran and battle tower no i don't think you can no you can you can yeah wow because it's one of those you can't bring like most of the box legendaries or mythicals in so i'm pretty sure it's just box legendaries you can't use that's such a weird li like limitation yeah but they are like if you look at their like base that totals they're so much higher <laughs> hold up hold up Josh, what do you mean? You're just some minimum wage desk worker and then some fucking 18-year-old rocks in and he's like, yes, I'd like to use the God of Time in this battle power in this battle tower challenge. You'd be like, no, 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 go home. Yeah, but like, what's the God of Time compared to a non-box legendary? Like, like you could just walk in with a Celebi, which is basically also the God of Time, and they'll be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's mythical, isn't it? So maybe not. Yeah, that'd be mythical. That wouldn't. But like, here's something I found in the volcano. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hope, hope, hope you don't get memed on by yeah. something with Earthquake. Oh, yeah, try five, yeah. Six, <laughs> yeah, you're right. By the way, on that Heatran <laughs> thing, so I haven't caught Heatran for one reason, which I will warn you about. If you walk in, you go to the event, and it's like, cool, I'm going to get this thing. And then apparently he gives it to you, like the, the thing you need on the way out of the cave. But I was like, oh, I have one escape rip, and I've never used it. I'm just going to use it. So I didn't get the event. No, you go back to his... um his house in the survival area yeah but apparently you need to talk to him in the in the cave or something at some point i i don't know because i tried to talk to him and he, he didn't do anything what really what no you go back to his house you talk to his you talk to his granddad and then you talk to him yeah no i did that he didn't he didn't give me the item i need oh fuck did he give me the item because i did exactly the same thing holy shit uh, i don't know <laughs> well after uh you double check back but... to the draw on board fellas <laughs> oh well uh so steve so steve yeah what what, what, what was your matter yeah so he trained with like an air balloon 
<laughs> Pokemon Showdown Random Battles will be so proud of you. Uh, before we move on, I want to talk about like Feraligatr very quickly because I know Seth will like this. The best boy. He is such a good boy. He is so strong in this. In fact, if I was ever going to do single battles, I'm using Feraligatr. Dragon Dance Feraligatr with Sheer Force, Life Orb. Oh my god, it's so strong. It's so good. I think that's the sets I always see people run with him if they ever use for Alligator. I didn't think he ever had access to Dragon Dance before now, but maybe he did. I, I feel like the Dragon Dance would be either like a move two to Leftover or an event one. But I... What does he get? Sheer Force that's physical. Uh, Waterfall, Ice Punch... Uh, what else was I running on him? Crunch? Crunch, yeah, and... Oh god, what was the other move? Was it like Protect or something, just in case, or...? No, it wasn't Protect. <laughs> Nasty plot. <laughs> oh, Dragon's Dance! Oh, it's it was Dragon's Dance! Drag yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, so which, he Which means stops. that because of sheer force, he doesn't get the stat boost. What? He gets the stat boost. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, right. Imagine if that worked that way. Could you imagine? Just sits there, just dancing, doesn't get anything, yeah, it doesn't and get dies. anything. I mean, you don't get the waterfall flinches, but oh, who cares? Yes. Yeah, you don't get yeah, the crunch yeah. drop, but again, who cares? You don't take the life orb recoil, so, you know. No, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess we, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, see what happens with that. You know, good good luck on the grind. Uh, I, I actually don't know what this would be for, because I don't see the competitive shifting away from Sword and Shield anytime soon, but... Well, I mean, they literally said that they're not going to, so it's just yeah. just a meme at this point. I might move them to Sword and Shield when Pokemon Home comes up, though. Yeah, I think... Well, like, it was, it was also weird booting up my DS, because it reminded me that I have um, the Pokemon, I guess, Blue? One of the Gen 1 remakes. Where I'm pretty sure you can actually... You can, via Pokebank. Yeah, transfer them. Yeah, because that's how I got my Celebi and, like, most of my Gen 1, Gen 2 Pokemon, including the dogs, for um for the living decks of mine. So, yeah, definitely. It was also the only way to get Celebi, I think, at that point. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think there was a way, because they don't have a, they don't have abilities in Gen 1. I think during the Pokebank transfer, they get assigned abilities. Yeah, or it's someone, something off someone... their stats or their nature or something, and they, they get it Yeah, some, someone told me... Someone told me there was a way of getting No Guard Fisher Marchop or Marchamp into Pokebank. Sounds disgusting. Which actually, we're talking about very quickly. In the Battle Tower, they can use one hit KO moves and they're banned moves. That's some bullshit. <laughs> but anyway. Do they obey sleep clause? I don't think they do. I don't know, actually. They only ever put one of my Pokemon to sleep, so I don't know. Oh, they, uh, I, I got I got uh, yawned by something when I was doing singles. Yeah, they, they were definitely yawning both of my Pokemon, so there's probably not. <laughs> oh no. Hmm. Uh, anyway, one, one, one final, one final thing we're going to touch on before we move on. Uh, one thing I did with mates that was really fun is I'd rock up to a friend's flat with my 3DS, you know, big smile on my face, and we'd do, uh, free-for-alls. Well, free, yeah, free-for-alls, but the, but the four's like the number four, where it would be 2v2s, but no, uh, no teams. Yeah. Yeah, well, they brought that to Sun and Moon as well through that Battle Royale Rumble thing, or whatever it was called. Yeah, same kind of thing, same kind of thing. We we just did it, we just did it informally, but it meant that we just made meme teams, and then it was just, it was kind of, it was kind of Among Us before Among Us because you'd end up trying to deceive your friends, being like, no, 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 I'm not going to attack you, and then just you know, <laughs> absolutely attack them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys ever do that? Do you guys ever? Uh, actually you know fight other <laughs> other humans that you know rather than just people online or ai i think i've literally battled steven once in let's go and absolutely stomped him because the ev was so disgustingly broken yeah and you were like like a couple levels above me and i was like oh okay yeah i didn't think i used anything but the ev <laughs> 
I do remember in original Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, me and my brother used to just sort of sit on like syrupy forums and all that type of stuff, just sort of like playing people online. But they had like the microphone and I think you could like voice chat with it. I can't remember. They're just like ASL? <laughs> I don't know what that means, <laughs> turning it off. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was fun. They used to have like that Nintendo Wi-Fi USB connector um, back in the day. But yeah, usually I don't verse people, just the computer. It makes me feel... Like, you know, I got really big into VGC last year, uh, but I didn't really go anywhere. Mm. You got me into it. It was the worst decision of my life to listen to you and watch those videos. <laughs> yeah, I left a couple of parties. At, yeah, because they had that... You have to do, like, what, 25 battles over three days, and there was a couple of things. Like, oh, man, I've got to get going from this party now. See, I'm just so tired, and then play the 25 battles. Yeah, that was, like, the Players' Cup, wasn't it? Or something like that? Yeah, it was the Players' Cup, yeah. Uh, I didn't end up doing it, but I know you did. I didn't place. I think I had like <laughs> rats. <laughs> it's hard. Anyway, uh, that probably is where we're going to end up wrapping up BDSP. Can't wait to do this again <laughs> in our next episode where we talk about BDSP again. Um, no, it's it's cool. Uh, random closing thoughts. Uh, I know that we gave it scores an episode, two episodes ago. People can go back and listen to that episode where we discussed it a lot more than we are now, uh, particularly the actual game rather than <laughs> nostalgia for older games and what the Battle Tower is like. But uh, any adjustment to scores? I think we gave it, uh, what, someone gave it a 7, someone gave it an 8, someone gave it a 9. You guys can figure out who said who, but... Would we still say that after having played it? Actually, having finished it? Uh, I gave it a 7 overall and like a 9 for a Pokemon game. I'd probably drop that to like an 8 for a Pokemon game, but otherwise, still good. Oh my god. you if We get it. You can't take Dialga into the Battle Tower. That doesn't that doesn't mean nah. you get to just dock a point. Nah, it's not that. Like, uh, So they added, obviously, uh, well, there was Giratina in one of the legendaries that you could go catch. So the fact that there's not going to be Platinum DLC confirmed, basically, kind of really drops it down a lot in my mind. I was hopeful, you know? Yeah, fair. I'm still very interested to see what they do with Shaman and Darkrai. Like, there's all those glitches and you can access Shaman at the very least. Like, is it going to be a free event? Is it going to be uh, a giveaway? Like, how are they going to manage that? And if they put oh, they put it out as, like, paid DLC, I'm literally throwing my Switch out. Like, that's fine. Oh, yeah, I would be so mad. But surely they won't. What about you, Patrick? Is it bad of me that I want to drop it because they fixed the item duplication glitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I am not changing my score. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is actually kind of a pain. I we, we discussed why we all think that single-use TMs was not a good game choice two episodes ago. People can go back and listen to that, episode five. Um, but I sort of stand by all those sorts of things, and they were actually mitigated by having a way to just duplicate items, and in my opinion, it wasn't that game-breaking, but since they patched it, it's it's just more annoying than anything, just knowing that they're finite use and you're not going to get any more. Um, anyway, that's where we'll leave the BDSP chat. Uh, as I say, we've discussed it, you know, the last couple episodes in various bits and pieces. People can go back and listen. I really, I've said like two episodes ago a bunch. I really hope it is two episodes ago that we discussed this. It was, I think, because I was still here. So it was the last game I played. It was, it, it was, it was definitely a simpler time. Uh, we only had to keep track of five episodes that we've done. Now it's seven. Now, you know, oh, harder to keep track of everything we touch. Anyway, um, Shall we move on to Steve? Uh, I don't know which one you want to discuss first, be it uh, Halo or Kingdom Hearts. Uh, dealer's choice. What do you want? Um, I don't really have much to say about Kingdom Hearts. This is, well, sorry, Kingdom Hearts 2. Knock that out of the way first then? I like it a lot better than Kingdom Hearts 1. The levels are a lot shorter. It, I, don't, I still don't think I'll ever be okay because I just got to the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean world. Fucking hell, that's so weird. And like the animate the, the animation style is very different and it's like darker. 
and they talk about like wait till you play Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait till I get to it. I cannot wait. That's where I dropped the game. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's good. The combat's like very fluid and stuff. Um, I still find it very weird that for like the first four hours of the game you're playing as like Roxas, which like if you didn't play Chain of Memories, you'd you'd have no fucking clue what's going on. Um, but yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, so... It is what it is. Yes, yeah, it do be like that. <laughs> um, but more importantly, Halo Infinite. Yay! Um, it's yeah, released. the campaign's released. How good. The Master Chief is back, baby. And I got to say... There's no co-op. Uh, what do I care about co-op? <laughs> I'm good enough to play by myself. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm loving it. I take back all the comments I said about the open world um, last time... Last last week, I was wrong. I I was wrong. I apologize for that. They do the open world very good. They keep. Uh, I I hold up, hold up. If if you're gonna make an apology, I think you need to start with holding a pet and saying, "I didn't want to have to make this video, but," and then sighing. We're sorry. And then going into why you were wrong. <laughs> like the South Park My fellow Americans. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll put it on some lingerie and I'll have like a fireplace in the background from it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, the open world. <laughs> if you'd like to see that image, subscribe to our Patreon. Five dollars a month, you too can see Stephen in lingerie. Uh, but no, the the open world's really good. They sort of do it in a way that like you don't have to go too far, and you're encountering something. And like the fast travels, there is a fast travel system, and it's pretty decent. And when you fast travel, you is it a lounge? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. Shit. Oh, damn. Game of the year. Uh, self-titled um but yeah yeah it works it works really well um the the grappling hook is fantastic like it it doesn't have a lot of range but it sticks on to pretty much anything uh and you can get a lot of like momentum wind up so you can pretty much scale a lot of cliffs and walls and stuff that you wouldn't really be able to but you still don't need so i'm a, a, a i'm ledge. still kind of confused by this like i Okay, I'm I'm not a big Halo guy. I've played bits of different Halos, but I I'm not like I don't have an Xbox. I don't actively wait for the next Halo installment. But I love the universe that it's set in. But to me, Master Chief or like Spartans, just all that kind of thing. I like these big sort of mobile tanks. You know, you got um, what's the oh man, what what's the um. Armalock? Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah like all, all that kind of yeah. stuff. I I can't reconcile this hulking tank of a unit and a grappling hook like what is that like is it just like slingshotting a tank like what what, what's going on i mean it's literally canon that the armor like weighs tons there's a part in one of the books where uh which uh, my friend keeps talking about where one of them basically is wearing a suit for the first time and they go to salute a sergeant puts his hand up to his head knocks himself out yeah like Like they're (laughs) like they're not used to being outside of their armor so look in the canon of the universe does it make sense no um but <laughs> but are you glad it exists? Yes. <laughs> Depends on how strong the the grappling hook is, really. Yeah, you know, it's... tech has evolved, so. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe like he's. Yeah. he's... <laughs> you you hand the grappling hook to someone not in a Spartan armor suit, and they just die from the force. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be it. In theory, yeah. Um, but no, like it, the the so the, you've got the grappling hook, and you've got three other powers: the the thrusters, the drop shield, and the enemy sensor. All three of those are garbage. I've only used them to sort of test them out and to get the achievement for using them 50 times. They don't, they're not good. Like, the thruster maybe could take you out of a jam. The drop shield, maybe. But realistically, there's cover anyway. There's cover, like, everywhere anyway. And if you're really using the grapple hook really well, you can use it to get yourself into cover. And you can grapple an enemy 
and like yeah, it automatically does a melee sort of attack on him. So that's fantastic as well. So it, it makes the combat feel very fluid and dynamic in a way that's just not. Do I disagree now or do I disagree no, later? No, please, please speak up, and I'll. <laughs> I've had a lot of thoughts about All this. Right. Let's go. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you obviously knew my opinion was going to be that it's not great, but I, I, I genuinely think it's a fun game, but... <laughs> but, oh yeah. But, so me being me, after playing the other games on Legendary, has gone, I refuse to play this on anything but Legendary. <laughs> you and <laughs> Oh my god, it is bullshittingly hard. If you are not using the grappling hook every single time it's off cooldown, you basically die. <laughs> You can't grappling hook towards an enemy because you will die before you get there. Yeah. You can't grappling hook into cover because you're probably going to die before you get there. Yeah. <laughs> All of the abilities are, like, key. Yeah, I'm playing it on Heroic, and, like, that, that first two hours before you get to the open world is a bit difficult. The first boss took me the better part of an hour and a half to beat. Oh, yeah, no, the, the, the boss things, I don't really like how they've gone that way. Um, but It was so hard. So, the, so my biggest criticism of the game is there are upgrades like there's like as with all open world games you're like collectible stuff find and sort of deep in the lore and one of the collectibles are like uh, i think it's like spartan upgrades and they pretty much like you can put points into like the, essentially the different upgrades where it's like your your shields or the the four different power ones and then, and then so like when you upgrade your shields i think it's like worth 11 or 12 spartan upgrades like it's essentially you're getting like it's worth double so you can take a bit more hits and it's obviously the one you're going to go through first. So, like, it would be harder without that. But then as you go through and you do find those and you do sort of take the time to go out. Because they're sort of hidden away a bit. But they're on your your tack map in the pause screen. So, you can go out and find them pretty easy. They're not that hard to, to, to go out and collect. They're not that far out of your way. So, that probably does make the game a bit easier. But at the same time, like, it's, yeah, that probably mm. first couple of hours in Legendary would be a bit, bit hard. So, I got up to, so far, the part with the second boss where the the invisible dude which i don't want to give spoilers but there's just an elite that, no that's fucking so, genuinely hard that's fucked that on legendary so far i did it 10 15 times and i was like i don't want to do this anymore yeah. maybe you should just get good <laughs> because you have to use the sensor yeah, to yeah, kill him to, yeah. but his shields I, I use literally all of my ammo for every gun use all of the bombs in the room and go i i, I can't i haven't dropped his shields I've got nothing. Oh, really? oh shit. <laughs> you know, I just run around and I, because I brought in the wrong guns, I'm going to have to restart that entire level basically is what it came down to. Cause I didn't bring anything to take down the shield. Isn't there a bunch of like spare items? Cause what I've noticed in all the boss fights is there's like a bunch of spare items around the room. Some of them, but yeah, you, I mean, you can grappling hook them towards yourself, but I spend most of my time literally dodging this guy's energy sword that yeah. one hits me that like, it's, oh man, it's. So you, what, what you're telling me is that Halo bosses set up this big, <clears throat> set up these big elaborate rooms and you walk in there and they go boy i really hope he doesn't find the giant supply of heavy weapons that i left in the corner i wouldn't call them big rooms <laughs> yeah it's sort of like a little like circle and you can just sort of keep running around the circle yeah like you can grappling hook from one side to the other it's it's not very big but there's you're, one particular boss fight anyway jo josh we just discussed you're basically a tank grappling hook from one side to the other is already a feat of engineering beyond my comprehension that, that's true that's true <laughs> But yeah, no, it is it is difficult. And I was thinking about just dropping the difficulty down. There doesn't seem to be an option to do so. Ah. Which means I need to restart the entire game. <laughs> um, which is like, whew. I mean, I probably wouldn't have done it anyway because I'm stubborn. But yeah, the fact that it doesn't exist, there's like no co-op. There's very few um, 
like you can't replay missions. There's just a few things I I don't like about the game. So you can't. So co-op is coming later. They said. Um, replay missions is coming, coming later. later. They said, yeah. and that sort of speaks to Wait, how many things they strip what, back. How 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 is replaying missions something that's coming later? Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. Yeah, it's, like if you if you run through an area now and you miss a collectible, it's like, well, dust your hands off. But too too bad. <laughs> you have to replay the entire campaign. So as far as I'm aware, I haven't seen it because because I really liked it. I'm going to try and um, I'm going to try to platinum it 100. percent It. I honestly I won't though because one of the achievements in multiplayer is complete the battle pass, and I'm getting fucked if I can God. do that. <laughs> I love that. That's an achievement. Get fucked. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's an achievement because you'll be the only one that has it. Well, like it, yeah. it's got like a 0.01 um, percent. So so oh, I'm not surprised. It. Someone's got it. Someone's out got there. it. Yeah. Yeah. You mean someone tacked it? Well, like, or, or someone's like <laughs> paid for it, or, or paid for the yeah, premium that, battle yeah. pass, and you get like more things. Um, yeah. How how would you like to just dump your mum's credit card to get an achievement? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. but it would save a lot of time. But yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Shout out to mums. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Thanks for buying me games when I was a kid, but now I can afford them. That's all I do. Yeah. You've given me a crippling addiction. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so I don't think any of the collectibles are within the missions themselves. Um, I might be wrong. I haven't collected them all yet. And if they are, that's going to... Yeah, it's probably just one that you miss. <laughs> hmm, I'm missing one. Where is it? Oh, fuck. Um, Better replay the entire campaign. <laughs> well, I have to Including go- all the open world sections to get strong enough to do the campaign. Well, I realistically have to go back and play it on Legendary anyway. Maybe when co-op comes out, Josh. Yeah, you and me, eh? Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be down. Lock it in. You heard it here first. <laughs> If you'd like to see that Let's Play, subscribe to our Patreon. I'm kidding. <laughs> you keep saying this. Uh-huh. We don't have one. <laughs> people are going to go I, looking for I, it. I know we don't, but I feel like if enough people say, hey, we're actually really into the idea of Steven Lingerie and then playing co-op. I'll, I'll play... <laughs> that, that'll give us the incentive I'll play to Halo one. Infinite in Lingerie. I don't care. It sounds fun. <laughs> in Lingerie. Just do both. Josh does want to get Easy. into streaming at some point. That's true. True. I um, don't know if he or his immediate family would have expected that this is the way he was going to do it, but, you know, <laughs> swings and roundabouts. So have BGC. you been quiet? Have, what, have, have you been playing Infinite? And if so, what difficulty? I have not been playing Infinite because I don't have Game Pass and I do not want to spend $80 on a campaign that's not finished. Imagine not paying $1 for three months of Game Pass. Shill, shill, shill. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. You will not pay $80 for this, but you will but you will pay $80 for Dragon Ball Z Breakers. Dude, thank God someone called me out of the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, We're just going to skip over that? When that's, if, if that's $80 when it comes out. I was about to say, is we, that going to be 80 bucks? About... It doesn't seem like an $80 game. No, see, it, I, Bro, I, we, I, explained we, it, we just... I explained it off podcast, but I, was, I said $80 out of a thing of, I think that would equal 40 USD. So that's, but I'm trying to make it for Australian dollars. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I, I'd, I'd accept the budget price instead of a full price for that. See, now, now I'm getting worked up because we also talked about how of the, of the what is it, like 1v6, that the, 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 the time that you're the one is better than the time that you're any of the six. Yeah, but I was, so you're I paying was 80 also, bucks for a game. I was also enjoying my You're enjoying one seventh of the time. No, I was enjoying and my you're like, no, no, no. Infinite <laughs> crosses the line. I won't pay $80 for that. <laughs> because it's not fun. I won't pay $80 for a game that I will enjoy more than one seventh of the time. Was, I'd, I'd do it if the co-op was in there, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the co-op is definitely a, uh, 
a big thing that's lacking. Uh, Halo is at its peak when you're doing it with friends. That's that's true. That uh, that is true. Yeah, I disagree with that. But then at the same time, I always play them solo anyway. <laughs> there is nothing like yeah, getting fair. through a whole campaign on Legendary by yourself to really make you think, what am I doing in my life? I already got the part <laughs> of Halo I care about for free, so I'm fine. No, I'm telling you, big fella, you're missing out. But um, Yeah, so anyway, I'm loving Halo Infinite. Um, the story, they've tried to fix the mistakes of five. <laughs> right through, oh, good. Through like a semi-retcon, semi, oh yeah, it was like this all the yeah. way. Was it, was it all just a dream sequence? Uh, I, Don't, uh, let's not go into it. It's spoilers. Yeah, no, we won't go into it with spoilers, but they, they do try. Oh God. They, they do try with it, just like how Star Wars was left trying to fix the tragedy of episode eight. They do try to call it together, um, and I'll let. So you're telling me this is the uh, the Force Awakens? Oh no, not Force Awakens. Um, the right. Rise of Skywalker of Halo. Nah, I'm look, pretty sure that was that was worse yeah, no, received no, no, than the Last Jedi. Like, <laughs> no, it's I think I think they do. There's a lot of good steps. Like I'm not going to spoil it. Like half half the people thought, yeah, the Last Jedi was shit. But like all the people thought, the Rise of Skywalker was shit. Yeah, but they mostly thought it was shit because it had to try and patch. They spend like three quarters of the time patching up the Last Jedi. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker was shit because of the Last Jedi. So technically, the Last Jedi ruined two movies. <laughs> the whole trilogy was terrible. But let's not go into it let's not go into it oh, good star wars i love star wars uh, but anyway yeah so if you really care about halo like it's amazing even if you don't care about halo i'd recommend playing it it's, it's fantastic um the single player is fantastic the multiplayer is pretty good uh, i still play a couple of games so the, the the one bit that i do want to get your opinion on because we we sort of left it as a bit of a cliffhanger last week uh we weren't well you weren't really sure what or how you would have thought about the open world um after having played through the story more uh in hindsight good addition maybe wasn't necessary what do you what do you what do you what, where do you sit uh wasn't necessary but it's welcome if that makes sense like i think they could have done like still like the original arena corridor open sort of thing that the halo usually does without this uh, open world but the open world doesn't feel tacked on in any sense of the way like it doesn't feel like something they've added for the sake of adding things no i think it's very good right yeah like it's 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 not like a Ubisoft thing where it's like, oh, you got to climb this tower and that's it. I would describe it like a, like a Shadow of War kind of open world where it really brings a lot of life to the yeah. actual world that you're playing and the missions you're doing. Yeah, it feels like the place you're on is actually a battlefield. Like it's... Yeah. it's- it's genuinely good, and I'm pretty. Impressed. Really makes you feel like, uh, really makes you feel like Halo. Yes. Yeah. And it, and because I'm playing on the Series X as well, um, I've had honestly, I've had like two crashes, and it doesn't really. I'm not sure if it's quick resume, or I'm not sure if it's a game. I'm not sure if it's weird save points, but like I'll quick resume, and then I'll die, and I'll take you back to a checkpoint, and then the game will crash, and then I'll like reload it, and it'll take me back to where I started the quick resume. If that makes sense. So I was watching someone stream the game, and. I'm not going to spoil anything, but could I take a point to talk about the checkpoint for a second? Yeah, sure. So this uh, streamer was on the final boss fight and the checkpointing system broke to the point where it spawned him in the middle of being shot every time he died. (laughs) So he'd he'd respawn and his shield would be gone. Yeah, that's literally just Halo in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah, luckily I haven't had anything like this for me on this. Like I thought the checkpoints were like a mixture of... A bear versus probably a bit too, like easy, like or without. Uh, I don't know how to say this without spoiling it, but they're pretty fair. Like they, there's like a couple of key points where it's like, all right, I'm not gonna waste this really hard part and then make you do it all again type of thing. But I got lucky and I wasn't stuck with any of that. I just had a couple of like game crashing things, um, and I'm not really sure where it saves. Like it says saving checkpoint, but then there's another thing that says saving progress. 
and that's the one that where it loads this thing if you quit out of it. But yeah, anyway, so too long, didn't read. I'm loving Halo Infinite. I reckon probably my favorite game that came out this year. I'm glad that. Whoa, whoa. Well, do, Damn. I haven't played a lot of games that came out this year. I'll be in my that's the caveat I'm putting here. I played this. So sorry, what you're saying is that this easily makes your top ten for this year. Easily. Oh. I played a lot of games this year, but of the games <laughs> wait, that came out what? in 2021... Hang on, wait, wait. You just said that it was your top one, and I said, okay, so it's in your top ten. You go, hmm, I'm not well, sure. To be fair, you didn't say of games that came yeah. out this year. Would you put it in your top ten of games that you've played this year? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. Cool. <laughs> well, I don't know why you were debating yeah. that then. <laughs> I, I think it was the tone and nuance. I wanted to make sure exactly we, everybody knew what we were talking about. I, lo- I love that you're giving the audience a cliffhanger for something you answer 15 <laughs> seconds later. Nice. <laughs> Good. Really, really keep them on the hook. Good, I want them to be on their toes. Um, but yeah, I I, I I think it's like a 9.5. Like, it's very close to perfect. Oh, wow. I wouldn't, wow. I wouldn't know what they would do to make it perfect. Yeah. That's that's always hard, though. Yeah. Like you, you know a game is, like, slightly below perfect, but you don't know what the missing ingredient is. You just know that it's missing something. In all caps, yeah. co-op. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Give me replay missions. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, that, maybe that actually proves that... Don't forget, like, this game was delayed a year. This was supposed to be a launch title for the Series and X. And it's still not like, done. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's still not done. They've <laughs> given us, like, 80, like, 80, 90%. If, and if like, there are probably a lot of people like Josh out there that are like, I only play Halo with friends with co-op. If you don't have co-op, you're not going to pick it up. still enjoyable. Yeah. And with X-Bros, if you've got Game Pass, you literally can't fucking go wrong. It's free. Um, in, yeah. Like, is it free? It's blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, I highly recommend it. Like, I reckon everybody should play this. Strong cool. words from steve thank you for that uh was there anything else in your week that we're missing i think we touched on everything yeah i think that's everything sweet well that leaves us to last and debatably least seth okay so just because i got told if i talk about it more than four seconds someone's gonna scream i watched the office while working on friday and i've made it through two seasons of that it's a very funny show uh, I, I think that hit my quota of over four seconds it, it <laughs> definitely did <laughs> hang on hang on are you watching the office while you're working from home to pretend you're in an office. No, I don't have to pretend I'm in an office when I'm working from home. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Are you watching The Office US or The Office UK? The Office US. Well, there we go. That says enough. Did you did you start with season one or did you skip it? I started with season one. You fair started enough. with the worst season, to be fair. I've I've seen it. I just it's it's been done to the point of friends for me now, where it's just trash. Can't can't stand it anymore. See, I I'm going in this like. Blind outside of certain funny gifts I've seen a few times. Yeah, that's fair. And to the point of, I thought this was the one with Chris Pratt in it because I was going to watch. I, I saw it pop up. <laughs> oh, I'm God. like, oh yeah, Chris Pratt's in the office, isn't he? I, we've been talking about him so much. I'm going to go watch it. And then it, I got through the first episode. And I'm like, wait a second, he's in Parks and Rec. Before we move on, what are your thoughts on on the boss? Because to me, he's by far the worst character in that entire show. Fucking hell, Josh! Every week you have the most <laughs> wrong opinions, and that is probably the most wrong thing I've ever heard you say, man. What the fuck, man? The best character is Dwight, for the record. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Dwight's a good character he's not the best Steve Carell is so bad he rolls back around to being perfect in that role <laughs> he's perfect in that role like it's oh Josh man what are you it's done it's just painful it's it's so painful that's he's what it's supposed a- to be I know <laughs> It's such a scumbag, it's, it's amazing. It doesn't quite cross that line of it's funny again to me. My theory is that all the people all the people that don't like Steve Carell playing the boss is that they see too much of themselves in, in that role. <laughs> yeah. Either that or they deal with Steve Carell too much. Yeah, I think I've just literally had bosses that are the same as him for too much of my life that I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> 
where's 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 the uh where's the video camera where's the mockumentary (laughs) just the gym look at the camera (laughs) yeah exactly why do you keep looking off screen it's a board meeting um yeah no i've i have a there's definitely a fond place in my heart for for the office at least while steve krell's in it i think it goes downhill very sharply once he leaves i didn't know he leaves uh it's not for a long time. Don't worry about it. Uh, I think there's yeah, like it's... nine seasons on Netflix. Sorry, there's seven seasons of The Office Total in my head. Yeah, there's so there's nine seasons. He leaves after season... I think he leaves after season six. And it wasn't even because... like there, there, was, there was discussion about him leaving because that's when he went and started doing a bunch of movies and everything else. I'm pretty sure it was just because there was just like a lapse in communication between NBC and the people right, making The Office. And then his contract just expired. And then it didn't get renewed, so we just went and started making movies. Oh man, <laughs> the movies were better than that anyway. And and they just ended up tanking the last couple seasons of The Office because of it, because he he absolutely made that role. Is it a um? And, is it like a Scrubs situation where they tried to do a couple of seasons after the original cast stopped, and it just wasn't as great? Uh, not quite. It's more just he stops. Yeah. There's a few characters that change in and out of the seasons, but he's by far the most notable. There, there's actually there's a really good breakdown by. Oh, shoot. I was about to give a shout out to a YouTube channel and I don't remember. Nerdstalgia? I think it's Nerdstalgia. There's a good breakdown on what happens to the office after after Steve Carell leaves. And the main point that he says is that, uh, which I agree with, is that Steve Carell is kind of the protagonist of the show, even though like we're sort of stuck with Jim and everything. Like A lot of the events of the office center around Steve Carell. And so when he leaves, it seems like the writing staff then decided to try and give everyone a larger share of the spotlight and the format just doesn't land the same way. And I tend to agree with that. Yeah, I would absolutely yeah, agree with right. that. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he even just with what I've watched so far, he is the driving force of everything that happens in that show. I wouldn't call him the protagonist. I would protagonist <laughs> slash antagonist, perhaps. Main character. <laughs> he, he's, yeah. he's, a cent- he's a central character. Yeah. yeah, but no, I I thoroughly enjoy The Office. I um, there was one other point I was going to make. Uh shoot oh yes um steve carell it's it's really interesting because that that role kind of typecast him so he's a very michael scott type character in get smart which helps because get smart was written as a steve carell type character yeah but the one the one that just oh annoyed me so much Have any, has anyone seen space force I yes haven't. it's no. not very good yeah so why don't you think it's very good because he's playing steve carell <laughs> like because <laughs> steve carell's playing steve carell yeah because yeah, like, um, it, it's it plays off that thing like it's a joke yes exactly so it's the same it's the same uh writing stuff as the office but they tried to just bring michael scott back and it doesn't work nearly as well it's it's annoying because it's like it has it has all the elements of being an excellent show. It's like a rip on Trump announcing Space Force, yeah. which is just excellent as a premise. It's got John Malkovich just being John Malkovich, and it's got Michael's and it's got like Steve Carell kind of being Michael Scott, but it's just the elements just don't work. <laughs> it's annoying. It's it's one of my disappointments because I know it came out like a year or so ago now, but I only watched it this year and I was disappointed. I would highly recommend Parks and Rec though, Seth. Oh, absolutely. I will get to Parks and Rec after I finish The Office. Chris Pratt is the worst character in that too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you say Garfield? <laughs> Super Mario. Sorry, did I get Mario? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Mario. <laughs> actually, with with Parks and Rec, because pa- Parks and Rec, they're actually gonna they were they were gonna take out Andy Dwyer, which is Chris Pratt's character. They were gonna remove him after season one because he was just supposed to be the like um, lousy ex boyfriend that wouldn't move on but the audience loved him so much that they brought him back and then he became like 
what I think is probably one of the best characters in the show. Really? I really didn't like him at all. I loved April. Didn't like Andy. But I just have bad opinions on everything, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that seems to be how this is shaking up. I don't really like Parks and Rec. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, I couldn't... I watched the first season, I didn't like it. Oh, see, the first season was terrible. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. The, the first season's a write-off. Yeah. yeah. I bounced off it. It only gets good once Leslie's boyfriend gets in, whatever his name is. I forget. Uh, you mean Louis C.K.? No, God, no. God, no. Uh, the, the nerdy dude. Oh, Adam Driver. Um, f- no, no, no. Adam <laughs> Driver. That's <laughs> not Adam Driver. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the Star Wars guy. He would have been like Adam, 12 Adam when Scott. that was. Uh, I didn't think it was Adam It's, it's the guy that plays Ben White. It's the guy it's... that plays Ben White. His first name is Adam. I don't remember his last name. I oh, think I don't, it's Adam I don't know his, his actor's name. But yeah. Yeah, what, but whatever the, the character is Ben White. Yeah, yeah, Ben White. Yeah, he's, he's by far one of the best additions they made to that show. Excellent. Yeah. Um, no, the, the, so you're telling me that and the Andy Dwyer slash Chris Pratt is not one of the best things in the show when he has one of the best and even improvised lines of Leslie oh, being yeah, yeah, sick yeah, yeah. to the stomach, walking out of the office and then, and then bloody Andy just types into his computer and then just gets Leslie on the way out going, Leslie, I typed a sentence into the computer and it seems like you might have network connectivity issues. That, that was a good one. I think the other improvised line about um, Kim Kardashian was also pretty peak, I will admit. Which you, one You don't that? know that one? So they're I talking probably about, do. I've seen it enough. I just don't remember the line. It was a deleted scene, but I keep seeing it on like Facebook videos and stuff popping up as a meme. But basically they're talking about comebacks and he's, he goes, what about Kim Kardashian? They all kind of go silent. He goes, I'm pretty sure he got she got come on it back and they all start laughing and it gets cut. Oh. <laughs> we probably have to cut that from the podcast too, but pretty funny. <laughs> that deleted scene. I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Both both of those are good. They were they were kind of like peak TV sitcoms of twenty ten ish era. Yeah, no, they were good. Workaholics was also better than I thought it was. I like how Seth was given like four seconds to talk about this and he hijacked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, Steve, Steve, you were there last week. This is ju- this is what happened. <laughs> Steve, Seth, Seth wants to talk about something. We have to make it our job to either draw it out or just make sure Seth stops talking about it. <laughs> we we chose plan A this time. To be fair, he did say he was done with his four seconds. <laughs> I was. I I didn't get I didn't get the scream I was promised though. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's Maybe right. later. We'll edit. If you'd like to see the scream, I'm kidding. <laughs> we edit a Wilhelm scream in like right here. Oh no, not Wilhelm. I I was thinking of the Tom and Jerry scream. <laughs> yeah, Tom good. and Jerry much better. What what? So what would you give before we move on? What would you give it out of ten for oh. a show that came out like te- whoa, 2005, 16 oh years ago? God. What would you give it? Like an eight so far. I've been enjoying it quite a bit. I think it's really funny. The fact that you've given it an eight with season one included, oof. Yeah, no, se- seasons two through when Steve Carell leaves, peak. What'd you guys give it? Um, During the good seasons, probably an eight or a nine. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, it drops off. Probably, it's still a seven or eight in total. The, the, the problem is that the total includes season one, where yeah. Steve Carell's character was just miss like miss um done like he didn't he wasn't fully realized yet yeah it, it, it was a writing problem i think with, with steve Carell's ep- uh, character in episode one because that was trying to that was trying to pull the ricky gervais character and it just didn't work and they realized that and corrected it season one in general feels like a testing ground it's also like yeah. six episodes it was very much a test which is why when they when they rewrote it and did season two it was just so much stronger so including season one and all the seasons where steve carell isn't in it i'd probably have to give it like a five or a four overall Ooh. but it's just because when he's in it it's it's peak it, it spikes i i will say though uh the one thing i missed from season one is his incredibly tight incredibly tight collar around his neck that gave him a weird double chin and the and the slick back hair and the slicks back hair yeah season two they they dressed him a lot better 
and I think he might have <laughs> lost some weight as well, and it, it's just not as good of a look. The yeah. season one, did they have the temp in season one? They have the temp through most of the show. Yeah, he's still yeah. in season two. The, the most awkward thing I've ever seen on TV is that scene where the temp's sitting in the room and they're, t- they're joking about firing Pam. Is the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that was, was so yeah, uncomfortably that, long. I think so, that was episode one, actually. I think it was episode yeah. one. It so, was horrible. So they they did episode one for the U.S. office as like a shot for shot remake of the U.K. office episode one. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais jokingly giving bad news. You're like, oh, it's Ricky Gervais. It's fine. Steve Carell being an unknown force, just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was literally. Oh, this so is just hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> That and Jenna Fisher is just like a genuinely lovely human being. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, bad. I just feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Why funny. is this the pilot episode? I ain't watching this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, should we move on? We absolutely should. Uh, so, yeah. So, you're forbidden from talking about Spider-Man. Cool. So, what else have you been up to this week, Seth? Uh, so, just just like to avoid that forbidden for a moment, uh, I did watch Spider-Man. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll look forward to talking about it with you guys when you all watch it as well. Yeah. See you in two months. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I spent most of yesterday and today trying to get through the rest of Final Fantasy fourteen, and I'm almost there. I, I'm up t- uh, right before starting this podcast. I was trying to queue for the final uh, trial fight, which is like the big eight man boss fights, and I just didn't get a queue. And apparently, um, I've got like an hour of content to go through after that stunt anyway. So it's it's better I just leave that to later because there was no way I was getting through that uh, before recording when I I was like half an hour away from starting this recording. Yeah. I'm almost there. The last uh, last time I talked about this I mentioned how the moon was the fourth zone. Uh I've been to the two uh, I've been to the two zones after that. They're both probably the prettiest zones Final Fantasy 14 has ever had. Uh they're just incredible uh to look at and the story goes a lot of dark places after the moon, and I've been enjoying this game a ton. Are the queue times better? The queue times... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's More people keep migrating from WoW, so... Remember, your benchmark is three hours. Yeah, no, it's it's better, but also... Two hours 59. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's... um. So, from what I gather so far is that the 2002 era that was... um. Affecting people in queue is somewhat remedied, not completely, but um, it also means that even with a lower queue number now, you're still waiting as much as long as if you were like, so triple digit queues are about the same as quadruple digit queues were a couple of weeks ago, because less people are being kicked out of the queue waiting by that error. Oh, I see. Yeah, so less people are in queue now, but it's because less people are get, getting kicked, you're sitting in there about the same amount of time. But there's been enough of a drop-off in players now that um, I'm getting in there relatively okay now. Like, uh, I was at 780 when I queued this morning, and that was about a 30-minute queue, so that's not too bad. Imagine paying for a game, and then you still got to wait 30 minutes to play it. I don't... I don't understand MMOs. I don't think I ever will. Wait, wait, but but Josh, r- remind Steve how much it costs to play Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> Fuck, here we go. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head what the total cost would be for all of the expansions and the sub, but what's the sub in Australian stuff? Like twenty one fifty Australian? Something like that, around $20, yeah. $21. Plus the expansion? You have to buy the game, and then you got to pay a subscription, and you got to pay for the internet and your power. What next? Yeah, but but you know what? It's it's less than eighty bucks. <laughs> so Dragon Ball Breakers, right? It's gonna. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so hear me out. <laughs> so I want to touch on this for a moment. Final Fantasy XIV lately has been so successful and that queue problem has been so bad that you can no longer sign up for the free trial and you can no longer buy the game. I, I love that that's a sign of success. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a um, the the meme from a you know that the chick from Avatar where it's like there is no war in Basing say it was there yeah. is no acclaimed trial uh, there is no <laughs> trial of acclaimed game Final Fantasy fourteen or yes. including Heavenswood I just died I thought it was amazing yeah um uh, the one I've seen is it's the Final Fantasy fourteen advertisement of start your free trial and buy the game on the main website but it says do not start your free trial do not buy now don't you fucking dare upgrade your free trial to the full version <laughs> <laughs> and also um uh, uh, the Dr- uh, the uh, Drake or Dre uh, album that's suffering from success but they've photoshopped in Yoshi P's head <laughs> I think yeah. that's Drake. Yeah, I've seen that one as nice. well. You just imagine the boardroom meeting where they're, they're, they're like looking at the player counts in the queue times. So like, we have to stop people from buying this game. We've done it, boys. We've made it. <laughs> it is it's the too most successful. nuclear option you could have in this situation. You just <laughs> have to hit the button of sa- saying, don't make any more money for a month. No, no, no. But... No, no, but, but think about it. It's actually the best marketing strategy. Like, no, no, please don't buy our critically acclaimed game that everyone's trying to buy. No, 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 no. Please, please don't sign up for the free trial that gives you access to so much of the content for free. No, no, no. Whatever you do, don't take that free trial and upgrade to a paid trial where you get so many hours of content and like really, really well done. Whatever you do, don't do that. Please, I'm begging you. But but they're actually being serious about it because they've already pressed the button so you can't actually do those. <laughs> Yeah, they've literally removed it off Steam to be purchased twice now, which is crazy. It's to the point that the Final Fantasy XI Twitter is being more active now, and they're doing a return to Final Fantasy XI campaign, and they're doing a discount on their subs. You know what all that means for me? I want to play fourteen even more now. <laughs> you should play fourteen. It's very good. I need to go back into it. I am part of the problem. <laughs> I, I have I have such FOMO now. <laughs> God, I want it so bad. I, I want it to come to Xbox. Fucking hell, I want it, boys. It should be coming to Xbox at some point. I think they announced it. No, um, they haven't they have announced no it yet. They've said they're interested in doing it. But yeah. you look you look at how their servers are handling the game with just two <laughs> two platforms at the moment, and tell yeah. me it's a good time to introduce a third. I thought yeah. I thought they announced it as part of like Game Pass when they said all the Final Fantasy games are coming. But maybe I'm wrong. Nah. I- I think it's like all like up to like the non-MMO ones. And then like uh. they, they said something about it a month or two ago. It's like, oh yeah, we're still talking about it. And then nothing happened. <laughs> and now they're like, please God, no, no more players. We cannot yeah. handle it. It'll probably come out when Temtem comes out. I, yeah. See you yeah. next week, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Price, we've won. Merry Christmas. <laughs> It'll release on Switch before it released on Xbox, just like Temtem. <laughs> Damn. God. Man, X-Prize, we lost. <laughs> There was something else I wanted to mention about 14 that was really funny. Can we mention the vague threat that says someone said if you spoil it, they will... What would they say? They, they'll like, brick someone. I will someone. brick someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that threat was directed specifically at Steve, but that was our audience question. Um, aside from the threat, there was a question in there too. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Yeah. Okay, no, no. I, I mentioned both things I wanted to mention. It was the Final Fantasy Eleven is starting up all their campaign to go try and get people off 14. And... um. Yeah, that you can't buy it anymore. Are you liking 14? Is that where you're going with this? Yeah, no. I, my, <laughs> okay, cap off, my cap off is fucking Endwalker is amazing. I love it so much. And I'm really annoyed that I had to stop halfway through the final mission to come record this. <laughs> oh, we could have delayed it again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and if you guys want to go out and play 14, you can't. I have a sub. <laughs> oh, I can't resub even if I wanted to. 
I think no. you can resub. You just can't buy the game. Didn't I need I, to do that for Trinity for the feathers? Doesn't matter. We'll talk, talk about it later. But yeah, I probably will. I'm I'm pretty sure I made a gatekeeping joke about Final Fantasy 14 last week. We did. I I'm actually yeah, I'm did. actually shocked that it's. It's come full circle now. You, you bumped up that ball for me and I spiked it by telling people to get off the server so I can play and now no one can get <laughs> That's exactly server, so right. <laughs> and then you went and then you went to your big brother, the developers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Yoshi P. But um uh, so Endwalker standalone is fifty two ninety nine Australian, by the way. I don't see a um a complete edition. Oh wait, here it is. Com- uh complete edition is <laughs> 60 Australian. Okay. Here it is. Unavailable to buy. Yeah, unavailable. <laughs> Out of stock. It's, it's unavailable to buy, but when it comes back, you can get the entirety of uh, Farm Fantasy 14 for $60. That's so cheap. I pay way more than that. Right. For just Endwalker, I think. I think it was like 70 bucks. Well, you can't buy it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got the game. I just can't buy the sub now. Yeah, so I've literally got a game Don't worry, Josh. The, the game literally won't let you buy it for cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I bought the expansion, wrecked, so if no. I actually can't sub, I'm going to be pretty salty, because it's like the expansion release, and it's like, now you need a sub to play it, you can't buy this yeah. sub. <laughs> just just think about this, if you if you let that sub lapse, you, you lose the game forever. Oh, imagine you're like actively playing, and you have like one day to pay or whatever, and you just can't play it until it comes back. Oh, how salty uh, would you be? Yeah, no, I, that's why I think you can still sub if you've got the game active, it's just, yeah, um, you can't like buy the game outright and sign up. Or sign up for the critically acclaimed trial, including all the content up to heaven. <laughs> I, I, I've tried to set up that joke last week, by the way, and I, I forgot what it was, so I just didn't bother with the whole thing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it didn't land. I can't remember the entire thing either, yeah. but I know that's part of it. it it's, it's like a full it's paragraph. Good. It is. It's good, It's and it's exclusive, so uh, if you're not part of the club, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen is now an NFT. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, 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 it's not harming the environment like a single NFT does. I don't know, man. The amount of people with their computers turned on playing this game currently. <laughs> or just in the lobby waiting to get let in. Yeah, they're not even playing. Yeah, true. <laughs> the, the, num- the amount of people idling. Still not as bad as one NFT farm. That's true. Oh. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Or actually, yeah. Hang on. What, uh, was there anything else in your week? I think we hit everything. No? Yeah, Um. I touched the uh, Dungeon Fighter beta a little bit th- today. But I only did three matches. Not a lot to talk about there. So yeah, that's that's my week done. I don't want to get too spoilery on Final Fantasy fourteen. Thank you for that, Seth. It seems like that brings us to the end of this week's games. On to the news section for the week, I guess. Uh, shall we start with DNF Duel, Seth? Ah uh, yeah. So uh, I wrote this before um, the weekend, but this uh, DNF Duel over the past week dropped five character trailers every day of the week uh, leading up to its beta release and the beta is up now it's um from the few matches I've played it's really fun uh, I'll dig into it a little bit more on next week after I do some more rounds in it so like I uh, how does it work does it still use like uh, the original Yu-Gi-Oh uh, dual sets or is it um I'm making a Yu-Gi-Oh joke here but I did sort of got lost along the way I'm sorry <laughs> maybe just cut this out <laughs> 
no, I'm going to keep it in. No, no. You know what? Leave it in. Please don't. I, 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 I want, I want Steve to come back to the, and remember this, and I want yeah, all of our list, I, I want all of our one listener to remember what you heard here today. Every, every time you makes a bad joke and it actually works, I want people to know that there's ones where it doesn't. Welcome to the behind the scenes where you get to see the creative process and the mind of the psychopath that is Steve. You can hear the gears turning in his head as he was failing. That yeah, joke. no, you, I just you couldn't could, fucking get you, there. You, you could feel him want it. Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Next next up in the list. Fuck, what an awful segue. Next up in the list. <laughs> um, shall we discuss uh, Grumble Fantasy um, uh, versus? Yeah, so Grand Blue Fantasy versus getting two new characters that are already out now. Uh, they're also bringing out some new additions of the game to bring down the cost of the game in total because... Before this happened, it was over $150, I think, to get everything in the game. And now. Whoa, that's almost two times $80. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's two, almost two times $80. Not exactly, though. But they're letting you buy the game, though, right? Yes, they, they are <laughs> indeed letting you buy the game now, still. Wow. It, it's, I'm, I'm it's, automatically more on board. <laughs> I don't know, it's not exclusive enough. <laughs> it's not popular enough for, like, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, but no, uh, so, so in Australian dollars, um, just to get the game itself now is $30, and to get uh, all of the uh, DLC along with the game is 70 It's not bad, actually. Yeah, it's pretty and good, actually, yeah. You've got here that they're adding rollback, so like... No, 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 not, they're not adding rollback, sorry. Um, they're doing a player feedback survey, and they're asking for people's most wanted features, and literally everyone is yelling at them, put in rollback netcode. I mean, yeah, I feel like that was... Swing and a miss from Josh, but close. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if they're asking for feedback on a fighting game and it doesn't have netcode, surely yeah, they, that's they are be expecting tough. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which character do you want to see next? Rollback Netcode. <laughs> <laughs> Rollback Netcode and Sora. Yeah, yeah. The, the big things that they're asking for are three characters from the game you want included. Uh, crossover potential, which for me, I put down Final Fantasy as a crossover potential. It probably won't happen, but my mind was going... Grand Blue Fantasy's um, characters are all about like different weapon types, so the only thing that was coming to mind of characters with interesting weapons was Final Fantasy. Oh boy, I can't wait for them to add seven different sword fighters from uh, fucking Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh no! Hey, they're they're all they play differently, okay? Yeah, there's Mark sure One, Mark Two, Mark Three. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they swing their sword differently. All right. <laughs> Some have counters, some are just useless. <laughs> Not the only Grand Blue Fantasy news we have this week, though. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, the uh, RPG, uh, is coming out in uh, worldwide in 2022, and they also announced that it's coming to PC. Uh, that one I'm actually really interested in because it's got both a very intricate uh, single-player mode, but it's also got a um, separate set, uh, four-player co-op story mode alongside it as well that's completely separated from the single player so uh from what i've seen of that four player mode it's kind of monster hunter-ish oh i'm down yeah so oh, i'm nice. i'm kind of interested in that to see where that goes it's coming to pc look forward to playing it with you i mean that that would be great but we also have like monster hunter coming to pc <laughs> we do. i mean i don't know you, you you tell me monster hunter is coming to pc and something that's like monster hunter is coming to pc i know which one i'd pick i'm just saying there's never enough monster hunter Some, sometimes you want to play monster hunter with prettier anime boys <laughs> <laughs> can't relate monster hunter is too good fair enough um moving away from uh 
Grand Blue news, though. Back to Dragon Ball. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball cast. Uh, Android Twenty One being announced for Fighter Z. Yeah, so I I put this down hoping that Josh would kind of get confused by the way I summarized. It. I was I was absolutely confused because I looked at this and then I was like. But she's out in the game. She's a, she was a release. She was the main character. Yeah, she I was, was like the confused. entire plot device. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? They just announced uh, earlier today that uh, they're adding Android 21 in her lab coats as a playable character in Dragon Ball Fighters at some point. Honestly, impeccable taste from the developers. It, it is fantastic <laughs> taste. I When I saw this, my immediate reaction was, yo, my wife is in the game. <laughs> it's always it's always good when the developers and the community are on the same page. Yeah, they just need to add rollback netcode. <laughs> <laughs> is it Android 21 wearing rollback netcode? Oh. <laughs> Surely, surely it's rollback twenty one wearing at wow. <laughs> rollback wow, you tried. Surely, surely it's it's rollback netcode wearing Android twenty one's lab coat. Is what I meant to say. God damn it! Didn't even say twenty one correctly. You're not doing well. No, I'm not. <laughs> Just call me Steve and let's move on. Yeah, yeah, if I keep right, my Steve. mistake, and you got to keep all mistakes. <laughs> all right, so now we need a new host. Uh, Microsoft. <laughs> Shall we move on to that, Steve? Microsoft asking if it's okay to profit off the red ring of death. So I've actually, um, so th- this has come out of that docu series that Microsoft uh, released, a six part sort of like the history of the Xbox celebrating its 20 year anniversary. I've watched about five of these episodes and I actually saw this um, episode today. Did you get to see where Willy Wonka runs around the Xbox factory putting red rings of death into different boxes as surprises for the kids? Or <laughs> Yes. He literally like sprinkles it. It's like an Oompa Loompa song and everything. I love that imagery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they actually talk about this and it's like pretty like they were in damage control for ages yeah it cost them a lot of money yeah over a billion dollars and they pretty much just say it's like yeah everything's fucked um give money like that so they had to go to the head of microsoft um not even xbox game students and be like hey we need all this money to do this hey Bill like, Gates, yeah, cool. please help I'm, I'm surprised that the uh, that it lived past that <laughs> and microsoft like didn't just turn the thumb at them yeah so even getting xbox started was like pretty hard uh, it seems like and then the xbox one was such sorry the xbox was such like a big thing and the 360 was such like it had very good sales numbers and then this happened so they had no choice but to fix it <laughs> you, you have no idea how much joy it brought me where you had to stop yourself from play, saying the xbox one the xbox, the xbox one, one yeah yeah. One. yeah yeah i know i yeah. know <laughs> Fucking whoever uh, the Xbox original, yeah, so, the, the, Xbox, the, the, Xbox huge. So like we'll, yeah. the episode I'll probably be watching tomorrow is the Xbox One episode. Um, but but those those uh, documentaries series is like pretty good. They talk about like Connect a bit. Um, and how they use Connect as a tool to go get up against the Wii, and it just didn't fucking work. No, because <laughs> um, no. gamers don't want to play using their whole body; they want a controller. Yeah, uh, but but they also talk about how Connect's been used in like different research things and in different parts. Yeah, of I tech. know. C- Connect really has cool had tech. like a weirdly large impact on like science and like all sorts of like physiotherapy yeah. and like other like Connect has done the most good out of all those sorts of additions for consoles, but it's the worst gaming experience of the lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, even the iToy was better for the PS2. Yeah, yeah, true. A group of people in my uni class this year were using the Connects for motion capture. Yeah, yeah. So did uh, one of our old schoolmates. Do you remember? Uh... Uh, we won't go into it, actually. We won't dox him. But, yeah, <laughs> people were using it in 2012. Just get, just give me his address. I'll know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was using it, like, in 2012 for motion capture, and it worked excellent. You can download, like, custom stuff for it. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, uh, some people that in my uni were using it for real-time motion capture in Unreal Engine. Damn, so man. It's, it's, the Kinect is a cool piece of software. Just Software, even. The game developers didn't take advantage of it properly, I find, because a lot of games just didn't work properly. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like to steer steer my car with my whole body. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's, and the games are like not very good. Like, I think I'd say it was a Dragon Ball game that I played on it, and that was fucking shit. There was a Star Wars game that was on it that was fucking terrible. And the most worst thing they ever did was they released um, a Fable game on it, Fable Legends or Fable Awakens or something. Oh. God, fucking awful. Yeah, I played this. I played the Sonic Riders game that was on Kinect, and that was awful, and that killed the Sonic Riders franchise. That's a shame. Sonic Riders <laughs> franchise is good. I'll always be upset. Did anyone else own PS3s? I did. Or own a PS3? <laughs> I did, but at the end of the um, day. <laughs> yeah, fuck. What a weird way of asking that question, Patrick. Thanks. Um, because that, obviously everyone knows about the Red Ring of Death, but how familiar are you guys with the Yellow Light of Death for PS3? My brother's got the Yellow Light of Death once. So I got the Yellow Light of Death as well on on my um, first shoot. What was that? Sixty gigabyte PS3? Yeah. So we had to buy it. Then we had to buy a new model. Um, but it was weird because like, it was like Red Ring of Death. It was like what, like a one in three? Oh, it was more than that. Like uh, they didn't really release any stats, but pretty much any Xbox 360 that was made within like the first 24 months of release had like a significant amount of chance of actually having it. Um, but they, they don't really say, they don't get into the statistics, but realistically it's probably one in two with the amount of stock they had to refund. I'm fairly certain mine still works. Like it, it works fine. Your PS3, your 360. My 360. Yeah. I never had yeah, a Yeah, my 360 works fine as well. I never had a Red Ring. Um, but at the same time, I bought mine in 09. Yeah, I bought mine quite late. I bought yeah. it to, just to play COD. But I, I also knew quite a few people that had multiple Red Rings back in high school as well. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the same, actually. That, that's yeah. what they talk about in the documentary. It's like people were like, they'll, no questions asked, they take it and they give them a new Xbox. Oh shit, this one's going to be broken. Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of like, especially in like gaming media, there was like reviewers that were getting like three or four or five copies, three or four or five consoles, all of them fucking Red Ring. Like it's... Like, sure, you're returning it, no questions asked, but you'll fucking want to play games. Like. That was a really long return process, too, from memory. It took, like, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, even, I think, for some cases. In the States, apparently, it was, like, less than, like, five-day turnaround time. But from what I understand in Australia, like, it was fucking atrocious. Like, you'd be without two weeks. Imagine waiting two weeks for it to come back and it red rings again. Like, yeah. yeah, and you send it back again. Do we have a Microsoft Office over here that would have handled it? Or was it, like, being shipped back to America? We probably didn't. We definitely do now. Yeah, it was, I mean, even even if you did, it would probably still just ship it back to America and just be the middleman for it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because I, I got hit with the, the, the Y-Lod, as it was affectionately known, but we, we didn't get shit. It was just like, oh, it's happening? That sucks. <laughs> Buy a new <laughs> console, dick. Very Sony <laughs> response. Yeah, the, the Y-Lod was a much lower rate of happening. Which is why it annoyed me even more that I was one that got hit with it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, okay, that's all of my... Because this was before PlayStation Plus as well, like before Cloud Save and everything. It's just like, oh, no, like all of your... Pro like, I think the trophy progress synced back because that was stored online, but all the save data was just gone. It's just like, oh, cool. Yeah, and because it was a Y-Lod, you couldn't do a system transfer and you can't just take the hard drive out and put it into a new one because... No, because like, it has to format it. That, yeah, they recognize that specific one and you have to reformat it when you move to a different yep. console. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how long did your PS3 last before you got the yellow light? I actually don't remember what year I got it. It would have been 09 or 010. It was just after they stopped the 60 gigabyte, uh, the 40 gigabyte models, the backward compatible disk drive models. Uh. Okay. Uh, so we got a 60 gig... Um, it was like really early 
one year so i guess it would have been like start of 09 maybe can we talk about very briefly that anything from a 40 gig even to the 80 gig wouldn't even store one triple a game now yeah, <laughs> yeah i know yeah. it's crazy, know, it's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts anyway sorry yeah. to interrupt there it was just blowing my mind well, it was it was also before like it was before downloadable games were like it was before downloading was a main delivery method for games though it was like what games are you gonna download you're gonna download like supersonic acrobatic Rockabout battle cars uh, like Tank Wars and like another couple of just sort of yeah. a lot of Xbox like, arcade stuff mostly games. it was like the yeah Xbox of arcade that... DLC yeah. stuff as well that was when it sort of it was around the middle of that started. generation that downloading games from the PlayStation Store started getting bigger and bigger yeah so I think I think we would have had ours for two or three years before it got hit with Wildload okay because I I ended up I ended up selling it to a friend of mine from Intermediate who I hadn't like. It was it was because like, he was really into like fixing his own tech kind of stuff, and I just couldn't be asked. So I ended up selling it to him, earned like I don't know fifty bucks back or whatever, which is <laughs> in hindsight because he got it working again. Jokes on me, but like I wasn't gonna do anything with it. So, but it just kind of sucked. It was just like cool. I just have a dead console, including all of my data on it, and so it was just sort of a no-brainer to give it to him. Who he ended up fixing it, and I don't know what he did with it afterwards. But uh, yeah, I think it lasted us a good couple because it it wilded while I was still at home and I left I left home in 2014 for uni so I think it was 2012 ish so that would have been about three years okay because um I had a couple of hard drive failures but those were fixed with um reformatting the drive yeah. but uh, the uh the ps3 that ended up yellow lighting we had from I want to say 2008 or 2009 until a few months before the ps4 came out so it lasted us that entire gen. Mm. My my, uh, my 360 because it had like the little hard drive that clipped on top for the Final Fantasy edition. Uh, when my when I thought my 360 finally broke, I just unclipped that and it just turned out the hard drive had like failure sectors in it. And when I took it out, it just worked perfectly. And I was like, yeah, cool. And just kept playing. Wish my PS3 would have had a clip and hard drive that meant that I could have just removed that and solved the yellow light. It was great. You could actually undo it, and it had like a I think it was like a 120 or a 250 gig hard drive, which was huge at the time. And when it broke, I just undid it, put a one terabyte in because it was a laptop hard drive, plugged it back in, and it just picked it up. And I was like, yeah, sweet. I don't think it actually picked up the full terabyte though. I remember buying like a 500 gig um, hard drive to put into my PS3 sometime that generation. And I, I really liked that it was like, it, it wasn't as easy as just um, re- uh, taking out the clip, but I could just buy any hard drive from anywhere and uh, just take out, take out the slot and put it in. It was just a, it was a generic 3.5 inch drive, wasn't it? 2.5 maybe even? It would have been a 2.5 inch laptop drive. 3.5 yeah. inch desktop size. So. Hmm. Yeah, it was just yeah. any old no, uh, 2.5 cool. hard drive you could get. So anyway, so what what was the end of it? So what? So Microsoft went to, How did we get so wildly off topic? So what? Xbox went to Microsoft and they're like, yeah, so we need a billion dollars to fix it. So Yeah, and Microsoft pretty much said, yeah, sure, get it fixed. Um, and, and that's it, it pretty much shows that like that was a, like because the PS3 was releasing a year after the 360 the PS3 was a significantly higher price point. Yeah. Like, like Xbox is literally just wanking themselves off. Like, yeah, we, we did it, bros. We won. And they red ringed. And it's just like tarnished the brand <laughs> oh, ever, no. since, ever since. Like, even when the X Series X released last year, everyone's like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to buy Xbox. It's going to red ring. And it's like, it's been fucking like 15 years at what point. Yeah, let like, it go, stop. bro. Yeah. Like, but it's just sort of driving consumers like everybody remembers that everybody knows multiple people that had a red ring of death it was such a big thing at the time yeah you say that but there are people that play games currently that 
they're, they're not even as old as the Red Ring situation. We're not talking about that, big fella. Yeah, no, I know. Don't want to think about it. <laughs> don't Positive know. vibes only, Josh. Get yeah. the memo. I, I think the Red Ring of Death is like the most infamous tech problem in the console history. Absolutely. I'd say in like tech, or apart from like those, was it the Samsung S7s that were like blowing up? No, no, I, I said <laughs> was, in consoles. In consoles. But, no, no, but I, I mean in like in tech generally. Like, yeah, usually yeah. like in tech generally, very high failure rate. Like, like a, I don't know. Nintendo Switch, uh, well, Nintendo General in general online is probably more notorious. Definitely <laughs> notorious because it's still going. <laughs> that's that's less a tech. Uh, that's less um. Uh, that's less the uh, tech malfunctioning. More Nintendo being incompetent. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I would argue both. Like the fact that you can't use your Switch if it's not connected to the LAN right now is just tech incompetence. But yeah, let's move on. Really? Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, let's move on. Let's... Just real quick, one more point because the actual point of I was do- put this on there was because they're selling posters of the Red Ring of Death now, so they're trying to profit off that uh, documentary and the uh, the Red Ring itself now. <laughs> Got to start making that oh. billion dollars back. To be fair, the red ring looks kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, claw that one back. Yeah, I nearly bought one, but let's not talk about it. I would probably buy one, I'm not going to lie. My Xbox did red ring a few times, but it was just overheating, and then I just let it cool down and turned it back on, and it worked. Uh, the, the Xbox 360 released in 2006, right? Yes. Is it really that long? Yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah, it would have, because PS3 was 07. Yeah, 15 yeah, years. Oh, my it. God. Ooh. Uh, how Oof. many All right, let's move on. 1 billion? <laughs> I need to go do uh, some thinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think Eight. That's... Seven. Oh, seven six, zeros? five, four, three, two, one. I don't fucking know. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What? Let, I don't even know what he's let's doing. Say let's say there's eight. A, a million is six zeros. That's one hundred. That's one hundred million. So one more zero at the end of this. That's one billion. So to yeah. make back a billion dollars today, they would need one billion. One per, NFT. Yeah, I know. We know. One point. <laughs> yeah, they'd need to make one point four billion to make back that money in today's equivalent. They can do that off a couple of red ring posters. <laughs> Make the red ring poster an <laughs> NFT. Boom, done. <laughs> but they still have like that. And, so and put something in it so that when people right click save it, it red rings their PC. So the big thing, the advantage that Xbox has is they have the big Microsoft behind them. Like they, even though they're probably sort of different branches of the same tree now, like it's just sort of interesting that like how much. Yeah. But, Long story short, I'd recommend watching those documentaries if you care about Xbox. So they're backed by billionaires and they need to unionize. All right. So speaking of unionizing. <laughs> wow. What Shall a we hard get into segue. Blizzard? <laughs> it was so hard. Setting yourself up for that one. Oh, I, I just, I had to. There's a chance to dig into the billionaires. I gotta do it. But yeah. Do, we, do you want, who wants to speak about the Blizzard stuff this week? We can take turns. It's gonna keep going. <laughs> Alright, I guess me. <laughs> I, was expect- I was expecting Pat to take over for that. Yeah, no, I guess not. I don't know, part of me is just sick of seeing them in the docket every week. Yeah. It's just like, oh, guys, just just like, don't be evil, please. This, this is, okay, there, there is an element of evilness to this one, but this is more about, this is more about the employees coming together, which is good. Uh, <laughs> after all the walkouts and everything a lot of um, employees are getting together to start uh, trying and getting unionized against uh, uh, to get workers rights and stuff against Activision um, the scummy part of this story is that Activision was sending out emails saying oh no don't don't talk about unionizing that, that's bad uh, the unions are going to take all these rights and everything if you want to 
if you want to get real uh real stuff done come talk to your hr manager so we can like take down notes yeah, off sweep it under the rug issues. i mean sorry fix it <laughs> yeah i remember seeing it at the actual email that got sent out and it was like literally just union bashing it was crazy yeah, like i wouldn't be surprised if next week they it's the news article is that they just hired a firm that's like oh yeah no they already know, have actually you want a union but oh so they have done that oh they oh, they, they are. they've they've already hired the same uh union bashing firm that uh amazon uses yes oh fantastic she's so not surprising yeah <laughs> Um, the other scummy thing they did, which was in the article for Polygon, was that the management told them, this is the, the quote from their management told workers they'll no longer be paid for working out. Uh, for walking out, sorry. Not working, working out, that'd be out. crazy. <laughs> for, for walking out. Yeah, but that's, that's like, I'm, yeah, I'm amazed that they're doing that, honestly. Like, it'll probably stop a few people from walking out, but it's just more bad press. It's like, can you guys make a single good yeah. decision? And it's to <laughs> oh the point gosh. that even the strikers are telling Polygon that they already know that they're disposable to Activision. Yeah. Like, they've, they've already got the mindset of Activision doesn't care. They'll get rid of us, but if we try unionizing, so what? It's at least worth trying to fight it. Yeah. And there's a, a GoFundMe and a whole bunch of other things going up, but, like, yeah, it's just it's just insane. And they laid off people, I think, last week as well, with the QAs. Yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, talked yeah, about that. Yeah, we that. spoke about that last week, yeah. 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 If, if our listeners or Josh want to hear us talk about that, uh, last week's episode. <laughs> up now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. It just blows my mind. Obviously, I wasn't you know present for, for that last week, but, oh, it's incredible. I don't think um, this will work out well because, hey, Activision, but I do hope for the best for these uh, these people. I do hope that this union goes somewhere. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I want to say that it, you know, it's it's like uh, we'll wait and see. It might be good news, but I'm I'm honestly just so past seeing Activision Blizzard. Just like, oh, we got to talk about them again. <laughs> Whoa. The funny oh, thing is, is that a lot of podcasts that are, uh, the two main podcasts I listened to when they both started up, it was like two months of bashing Randy Pitchford when they started up. It was hilarious. And now we're in, we've started up and we're in this position of bashing Mark, uh, uh, Activision for like two months straight. I'd be happy to bash on Randy Pitchford too, for the record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in well, not perhaps, in absolutely better news, <laughs> um, we got to see a bit more of a taste of Pokemon Arceus. Did anyone else see the, the trailers that were dropped for this? Oh, God, boys. It's a month away. Oh, I can't wait. We need it now. Um, oh, God. Did you pre-order it? Yes. But I used, the, I used one of those two-for-one Switch vouchers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I'm, I think I've used both of those uh, for other things. And I'm... Yeah. I used one for uh, Diamond and one for something else. <laughs> pearl? <laughs> I nearly said Pearl. No. Uh, oh, it was Xenoblade. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about those two-for-one vouchers because I don't buy online games that often. But that's such a good value that I should actually do it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good value. Yeah, it's, like it's annoying how good the value is because it's like the Switch has no I, space. Yeah, <laughs> that and it's it's kind of like I I don't know I I tend to try and balance it out such that the only things that I keep on my Switch are things that I'm more likely to play in multiplayer because single player games I can just swap the cartridge and I don't need it with me at all times, but. Uh, they are just such good value compared to just buying bloody cartridges nowadays. See, I just bought an SD card and I just keep all of my games on my Switch at all times. Yeah. But no, it's... Did it, did it come with a little clip at the top? The SD card? Yeah. No? What do you mean? 
<laughs> I'm so lost. Yeah. I... God. Oh, uh, man. Just real. I'm just going to change my name to Steve real quick. I uh, tried it, to make a callback to the 360 bloody hard drive thing. Oh, God. Uh, that was amazing. Oh, that was terrible, mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah to, to be sorry, that, that was on me. You guys had to be there. Sorry. That was my yeah, bad. Yeah, sorry. My yeah, bad. Yeah. You missed 100% of the shots you don't, you don't take, but you shouldn't have taken Michael Scott. Me. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. There we go. Throw that to the office. The, That's how you do it, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> this entire news section has just gone down in flames. Um, anyway, Pokemon Arceus. So, I actually don't know a huge amount of the backstory here. Is this supposed to... Because obviously there's references to like Diamond and Pearl and stuff, which is cool. I'm kind of on board with that. Is, the, is Arceus supposed to take place like pre-Sinnoh? Yes. Yeah. It takes oh, place yeah, like what, 500 years before? I think it was a thousand or something. A thousand? Yeah, it was more. a lot. Yeah. So that's why the whole the whole thing is like there's a lot of like galactic like the town. I, actually, no, I can't really recall it, but there's a lot of like references to like what yeah. echoes in BDSP. So that, that that's what I find interesting because it means that if if this is a thousand years beforehand, all of the uh, Hisui variants are ones that have just not made it. Yeah, they're the, yeah. extinct. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Darwinism in action. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like. Here we are getting introduced to all these cool and I guess in some ways prehistoric Pokemon uh, species, but what happened? <laughs> why why didn't they make it? Yeah. We happened. We're going to explain what happened. I mean, some of them are ghost types, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. I expect them to be ghost types now, not back then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You see a ghost now, and it's like, oh man, I can't wait for you to go extinct in 500 years. It's like, no, 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 you, you have a story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really hoping that they patch them and add it into the uh, the new games, though. Maybe with Shaman or something, but yeah, that's hoping too much. How are they going to do it, though? Like, we, oh, they, maybe this Pokemon just doesn't exist anymore, it does. Reco- no, it, ju- it just gets recovered from a fossil. I believe that. That'd be kind of cool. Or if they just make, like, a... Um... Like, if you just start finding them, you know, like, they were just like, oh, they were hiding, you know, I don't know. They did it for, like, all of the national decks in every game, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's suddenly 300 more Pokemon. You're like, wow, how did no one notice these before I beat the league? I've been a Pokemon professor all my life, but you know what? Slap me dead, there's, like, 400 new species of Pokemon that I've Some just never seen Some of them are living before. on the grass right next to my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did I mention I'm not good at my job? <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the news for this is cool. I, I find it the most egregious when it was uh, Kanto to Johto because they're like the same like island. It was just by a mountain range and eventually yeah. it's just like, <laughs> oh, hey, all the Johto Pokemon just started coming over to Kanto in the last two years. Yeah, hey, you, you've beat the league. There's suddenly new Pokemon. You should go check them out. You're like, what? But um, yeah. every other region, you can at least try to make the argument of, oh, different regions, different... Uh, so they're all like... Uh, they're all land, uh, not landlocked, um, sea locked. So there's no communication between regions or anything. But then um, the technology starts advancing with each game, and it becomes less likely to explain it that way. But I think um, Oraz does it with like, oh, these portals open up, and we got all these new Pokemon. Like they try to explain it. Nah, that was uh, that was bloody oh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Oras was just, oh, you're the champion now. Here's a dex that just means that you've magically discovered like. I don't know, double the Pokedex yeah, no, size? If, if not more. Go back to all the regions, there's like five other Pokemon there now. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, you, you walked through the forest, you missed the five Pokemon. What's that? You used the Dexanav or whatever it was called? Hey, look, there's suddenly so many yeah. more Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you've, you've just you've just spoken to your mom that you're now the strongest Pokemon trainer in the world? Well, you know what? You know what only comes out of hiding for the strongest the Pokemon trainer in the rat. world? Lillipop. Yeah. Go find him. <laughs> Lillipop, yeah. Uh. Do not diss my boy Lillipop. He is a good boy. Oh no, he's absolutely a good boy, but it's just like, man, he's got high fucking standards for a trainer. Yeah, only the best for the best boy. 
Um, I feel like we've gotten well. Welcome back to the wildly off-topic cast. <laughs> so, what were people's thoughts uh, from this trailer? I am more excited for Arceus. Think, Anyone else? Should we talk about very briefly what they actually showed first? They didn't show a whole lot, honestly. Fine. I mean, they introduced the Diamond Clan, the Pearl Clan, which were like historic, like I guess families or groups of trainers. Yeah. And then like there that. was like an ancient, like Team Galactic or something. There was the Ginkgo Guild Mergents. And something I'm else. I'm still holding up a platinum clan. <laughs> I know, but there was um, it was cool that they showed people <laughs> that were like very clearly like, uh, what what's the opposite of descendants? Ancestors. It's, ascendants. It's, it's not ascendants though. Ancestors. Ancestors. That's the one. I was thinking ascendants as well, but it sounds like they died, which I guess they technically did. Um, <laughs> so it, <laughs> the ones that came before. <laughs> it's cool that they have the, the ancestors and stuff, and it showed out like a lot of um, crafting mechanics and bits and pieces if you actually dug into it. So it's definitely going to be pretty like Monta Hunter esque open world kind of stuff. Can we, can we talk about how like the, the materials used for clothes either haven't changed or gotten arguably worse in the thousand <laughs> yeah. years between yeah. Arceus and now? Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, what, what the hell is with... Because, okay, so... Because I, I realized that, you know, as part of describing what they showed, they gave us Adaman, who is a man made of atoms, uh, <laughs> as the leader of uh, one of the houses. Uh, yeah, he was Diamond. diamond? Yeah, yeah, Iridia like was diamond. Pearl. Yeah, and Iridia is just wearing, like, bloody, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, shorts that I'd see, like, walking down the street on someone in, like, 2021. Yeah. The of, like, Adamant and Iridescent are, like... For gems? Yeah, I, I, I got it. I thought it was no cool. Way. Did you not realize? Yeah, oh, good. Oh, yes, I did. I superior. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was cool. I um, I, I probably still don't plan on getting the game, but it, it's really cool. What Why do not? I don't, I don't have an interest in this a game. Seems like, this you seems love like the... You love Pokemon. Bro, they're coming together. There's, Boys, there's, there's no competitive, you know? Like, if, if there's a battle tower, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll be interested. But I... Oh my god. <laughs> Here's, here's the battle tower. It stood for a thousand years, and Josh is still, <laughs> still battling. battling. I'm still trying to, like, do... Like, they're like do single battles. I'm like, no! <laughs> um, <laughs> Please! But, no, it, it looks okay. I just I just don't think they can pull it off, to be frankly honest with you. I, I, I really want to like, see it, it. It looks like the textures are fucking dog shit. I yeah, <laughs> and, like, the very first video they showed, like, obviously it was, like not final products but man it looked laggy as all hell oh yeah I just, i'm not expecting this the, to run this is well the, at bro, all okay hold 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 the fuck up though so did bdsp before like when everyone was playing at early access when they shouldn't be let's not yeah, hold but this that was a one trailer that them. they released this isn't uh, like a, a yeah, game that they yeah. yeah all i'm saying the day one patch will fix it just trust me arceus is gonna be a uh, arceus is gonna be legendary that's <laughs> all i'll say I, I hope so if it, if it turns out to be good then I'll, I'll get it but i i just don't think i'm willing to pay for a game that I just I, I want this format yeah. to work. This is the, yeah, like as as Steve said, literally open world like Monster Hunter X Pokemon. This this on paper is yeah, exactly if I what have I to want. Craft every I just Pokeball hope that, it, that, that I delivers. use, I'm going to scream. There is no way I'm going to go shake a tree that respawns the next day, so I can craft five more Pokeballs to catch a Bidoof. There is no, especially if I can miss the Pokeballs. Like, well, it, look, it looks like you can. There's no way. It looks like you just get good then at that point. Yeah, no, but it's still it would be frustrating if if it's not time locked. If I can just sit there and I can play the game as much as I possibly can, I'd be happy and I would play it. But if they're time locking things and it's like you need to do this today, you need to go get these crafting materials, you need to go do this, you need to do that. You need to go nah, to the there's, there's no way I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, too real. But yeah, no, nah, that that would just drive me mental. Uh, I would, I would hate it. Do you think Do you think Drifloon started taking kids a thousand years ago, or did it just learn that behavior since? I like to think both. 
It took it's one like, kid a like, thousand years okay. ago, and now it's learnt the behavior. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's like it's like uh, it's it's like oh that that was like um that that was like bloody like Peter the Drifloon back a thousand years ago that went and took one kid, and suddenly like every Drifloon is just painted with the same brush. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I'm I'm super keen. Uh, yeah, I I really want yeah, that no, to work out. Yeah, this is the most excited I've been uh, about Pokemon in forever. I can't wait to, for some reason, not be the one discussing Pokemon. Aside aside from Gen two and Gen four. <laughs> yeah, aside from. Yes, yeah, like since um since uh, Gen five uh, no since since Pokemon went 3D with X and Y like since that was announced, this is the most excited I've been for Pokemon. And I wasn't a big fan of X and Y, but like them moving to 3D was a big an exciting thing at the time. Being able to move in more than four yeah, directions. Yeah, and crazy. I, I enjoyed the uh, the rollerblades in that game. They were pretty fun, and then they removed them every other. Oh, fuck. They're amazing. I completely forgot yeah, about rollerblades. So good. Isn't it crazy that isn't it crazy that only people in France know how to rollerblade? <laughs> it, it was the only way to have like actual three sixty movement in that game as well. Yeah, it was excellent compared to the bike in BDSP, which you is well, literally unusual. People in Hawaii just enslave an animal to move faster. <laughs> You're sharing it with them. They want to help you. But yeah, I'm I'm also. <laughs> I'm also glad to see that this isn't just an empty game and there will be towns and other NPCs to talk to and things to do besides just exploring the world. Yeah, like you go out, you'll do hunts, you'll like craft armor out of their skit. Wait, sorry, wrong game. Very close, right? Might not be. I, <laughs> Might be the one in the same. Yeah, there is a pretty good uh, bonus to wear a growler. Could you imagine... <laughs> Could you imagine that you... Yeah, that, that, that's a real growler, by the way. Just harvest a Bidoof so that you can you, have like waterproof skin, like wear clothes. No, no, just, just think about it. You, you walk, you walk out of the town, and it's just like, all right, better, better, ready up for the quest. Do you want a sword or a gun? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you walk into the grass. Zigzagoon's like, aha! You're you like, aha! Him the size of like Arceus itself, and just start beating it with it. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> oh, look, it's paralyzed. <laughs> oh no, you've knocked it down. Quick, beat into it. <laughs> it flinched. I bet it did. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the record, definitely anti-animal abuse. <laughs> but Pokemon but, abuse. Yeah. It <laughs> oh, I mean, I've I've hatched twenty-two hundred eggs. My my hands are not clean on the Pokemon abuse front. Um, this just reminds me of the Team Four Star thing for anyone that's seen Dragon Ball Z Bridge, where he's like, "We do not condone child abuse. We do, however, find it hilarious." And it just I, continues I to slap the kid. I regret that joke because they made some edgy jokes in season one that they they no longer stand behind. Yeah, they really it's... did. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't really hold up. It's still funny though, like in, in the context of when I first watched it, in like fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway. Time for the game awards. <laughs> I, I was trying to think. I was, yeah, I was trying to work towards like a great. Sec- I couldn't think of anything. Anyway, game awards because that that's the other big thing that happened recently. Um, shall we get into that? So, um, I don't actually know the best way to go through this. Shall we talk about what was announced at the game awards first, and then touch on what won and lost and and that kind of stuff, or should we do it the other way? Yeah, let's go through the announcements first and say first. Yeah, up on the let's go with that. Okay, cool. Um, well, Let, let's just go down um, the list how it is. Steve- I think. Yeah, I, I, I like that idea. Um, Steve has a semi from this first one, so you want to tell us about Persona this one, Steve? Persona 4 Ultima, Arena Ultimax. Um, oh, I'm semi-interested in this because I never really played any of the Persona 4 arenas, but I'm infatuated with Persona 4. They they are fantastic fighting games. Like People love these. Um, 
So that's what I, I've heard and I heard they're like really good and like they do the characters good and the music's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's all fantastic. Um, I, uh, hold on, I've never done this before with this microphone. I don't know how it's going to sound, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to really cup my microphone and get in deep with this. Add roll back oh, to no. the game, otherwise it's dead. <laughs> Who's roll back? Have fun editing yeah. that one. Clip McGee over there. Um. Yeah, no, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to touch on? I, I don't know how quick fire we're going to do these. Yeah, it should be pretty quick, I think. Yeah, no, that's all That's all I wanted to say about that. Add rollback, otherwise the game's dead. People people will pre-order it, and in the moment they announce if it has rollback or not, they're going to either keep it or cancel. Yeah, uh, as as is their God-given right. Have a nice death. Uh, Seth, tell us about this one. Okay, so this this one actually caught my interest because it looks, like, uh, it looks very Guacamole-ish, which is a game that I really enjoyed. Uh, but it's a black and white uh, game using a Grim Reaper as the main character, so uh, that that looks pretty fun, and we can move on from that. Sick, Josh. Tell us about Monster Hunter Rise. I mean, so yes, obviously, um, Sunbreak is coming to the Switch, but I think we're all basically, or at least Stephen, maybe not so much, but you, me, and Seth are going to be like, well, it's coming on PC. Time to restart the entire thing. Used to, like I jumped into Discord like what like three days ago or something and gone. Guess what? There's a month till Monster Hunter releases on PC and then basically left again. <laughs> the, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'm super uh, keen. Uh, the Switch version is basically dead to me. Yeah, basically same. Um, I mean, if there's a way to transfer oh, the actually, saves, ten out of ten. If not, yeah, yeah. Cap- Capcom Capcom was putting out feelers oh, really? for that one. Was there was there feedback on what they did? They heard the feedback, but they weren't able to implement it. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, maybe whatever next Monster Hunter game they do, they'll um they'll make sure to work it in so that if to you be honest, it's probably a Nintendo side limitation. It could be, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm to be honest, I'm happy to start again. Like I farmed pretty much every single armor like you did, Patrick, and I I do it all again in a heartbeat. Thank you for throwing me under the bus. Don't worry. I assure our listeners, I have more than... 200 hours in the game. More, more than a life outside <laughs> of Monster Hunter. But no, that's, that's probably not actually that true. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for that too. Um, looking forward to it. Because that, that's, yeah, only a couple weeks away. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, happy 2022 us. Um, Babylon's Fall. Uh, Seth, you have some harsh words on this? The game's coming out March 3rd. The beta just happened. The game was trash. This game is dead. <laughs> This game is dead oh. on arrival. What sort of netcode does it have? Uh doesn't matter since it's a um asynchronous multiplayer game. So um this is this is like I was looking for something funny and quippy, but I guess I'll take an <laughs> yeah. actual explanation. That's fine. Th- this game is like tra- <laughs> jokes this on game me. Is trying to combine Platinum's <laughs> near Automata with like uh kind of um monster not not like Monster Hunter in gameplay, but Monster Hunter in like four people going through missions together sort of vibe. And it just doesn't work and it feels bad. And everyone that's played the beta said that it was horrible and needed more work. So it's coming out on March 3 is just a death sentence. I mean, they might delay it. They might. Yeah. It it, it needs it. Damn. Uh, Rumbleverse. Uh, who wanted to talk about? Also, Seth. Yeah. Uh, Rumbleverse is a game by Iron Galaxy who developed the last couple of seasons of um the Killer Instinct game that was on Xbox. Uh it's a wrestling themed battle royale game that actually looks really fun. I'm I'm curious about so what? So what if if you choose the rock you just get to roleplay as a rock for like No, you get to roleplay as a boulder. <laughs> hey the boulder's an avatar, okay? Let's not get them confused. <laughs> yeah, so you make your own avatar, but um it all the like the, the battling is um <laughs> Wrong avatar, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the battling. I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> I am trying to get through this. I don't want this lasting too long. There's so much to get through. Um, the combat is wrestling themed, so you'll get like um, uh, pile drivers and power bombs and uh, diving elbows, sort of moves to combat each other with. There's still chairs and everything. You're you're just going through around this city. What sort of arena? Like it's just a city environment. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it. They did a beta the next day, uh, but. Uh, it only went out to a certain amount of people, and the people that did stream it, it looks pretty fun from what I had seen. Too bad it's an Epic Games game. Yeah, it's... It's Epic, yeah, bro. It's, since, cool. it's a, since it's being published by Epic Games, it's only going to be on the Epic Games store when it comes to PC, so that's an instant no for a lot of people. Yeah, I'll pick it up when they put it on for free. <laughs> I think it will be free when it comes out. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll give it a go for a day. Sweet. Uh, in much more interesting news... I'm kidding. Um, Four Guys Ultimate Knockout. Uh, I thought this game was dead, but apparently it's getting uh, Nightmare Before Christmas skins. Yeah, no, the game's still going strong. Uh, they're doing another season, and... And they're adding in Nightmare Before Christmas skins. Not much else to say besides that. Besides they're horrifying, but in a kind of cute way. I think this... So Night Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. is in the movie. Oh, that's like even nightmare. worse. That is so much worse. So you got Jack Skeleton skins and stuff like that. The only one I want is the old professor <laughs> in the, the I wheelchair. Hate it. I think that would make an amusing scene because he was already vaguely bean-shaped. The rest of them, God, no. <laughs> oh, Zero would be kind of cool if you could get that as like a pet, but I don't think they have pets in that game, so. Uh, Steve, you want to tell us about the new Saints Row trailer? Um, I'm very cautiously optimistic about this. Like, it looks good, but they didn't need to do it. Like, it's uh, Saints Row, like, 1, 2, 3, and 4 are, like, fantastic sort of spin-offs of the whole open-world GTA genre, and I'm just worried they're sort of... doesn't. It doesn't seem as, like, wacky as what it was. Because the, the initial... Who's who's this made by actually? Because I thought was it THQ or Nordisk? Th- or THQ Nordisk? Uh, oh no, it? they merged. No, no, no. no yeah. What was the, one that's the initial one? I, I have the I, I have the I can see the the image of the publisher and developer in my head, but I can't remember it's, the name. I'm pretty sure it's Deep THQ, Silver. Isn't it? Deep, Deep Silver, Silver publisher, does publish it. Yes. Yeah. And are they the ones that are no longer around? No, Deep Silver around. Yeah. Um, okay. It was either. I, THQ or Nordic that, that went before. out of business because they were doing the Dark Side of the game and then they became THQ Nordic. Um, so that's oh, probably what you're thinking. Okay, that would have been what it was. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm also. I'm also cautious, optimistic for this. I loved three. I loved parts of four, but it got it a little bit too. Like what number four? Like it's you're in like outer space and stuff. I like guess pretty weird bro you're in the matrix my my hard limit for a game is that when they offer you driving mechanics and then give you a power-up that you can run faster than a car you've fucked up i really like the run needs more grappling hooks it was i don't know it you became so overpowered it was faster to just run everywhere than it was to ever get into a car again i like that Uh, but yeah it does get too wacky and i'm worried that the because just from what I saw the trailer, and I think there was a gameplay video, correct me if I'm wrong, but it didn't seem to capture that wild imagination. But at the same time, Saints Row 1 didn't, it was wacky, but not in that sort of sense. So maybe they're sort of trying to focus with that first. Yeah, no, I, I, I think 3 is the sweet spot, so I hope it's a return to 3. Um, don't have to spend too much time on that, because obviously it was just a trailer and there was more to come. That was also one of yeah, the late ones, eh? That one yeah. got the release window pushed back. Yeah, so we'll see about that one. Now, good because it was in the middle of a very crowded block. Yes. Uh. Anyway, uh, for the next thing on the list, I am super keen for this. My God. Uh, Warhammer 40k is getting a Space Marine sequel. Uh, has anyone else played I Space Marine? Not, not, I've heard good things about Space it. Not Space Marine. I played the other Warhammer games. Though. It's so it's weird because Warhammer, at least for video games on PC, each. They're almost sort of their own yeah. series now, but they all have different flavors. Like Dawn of War was kind of the RTS, so um, Age of Empires style one, and that was excellent. Yeah, um, Space Marine was 
real, uh, like visceral third person. You you felt like a space marine. It was kind of like you you knew where you were this this walking tank, and you were just blasting through waves of uh, orcs and chaos. And the the sound and the combat, it all felt so good. And uh, it was kind of like Killzone mixed with Gears of War, right? Yeah, yeah. It was very big Gears of Warzy um, type feel to to things. Um, and so the fact that they're doing doing a second one, I am very very excited for this. I I don't think the last couple of Warhammer 40k based games have gone that well. I I feel like they're all the Terminator based series where they <laughs> they kind of just strayed from the lore a bit and they're like, okay, so Terminator 1 was pretty good or whatever, but what if we made people in Terminator armor do backflips? And it's kind of the same thing of like, well, hold on, you're wearing an you're wearing armor that would kill most humans if you you know if 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 they were to put the backpack on type thing. Why why were they doing backflips now? So I. I hope this is kind of a return to what made Space Marine 1 great, and it's just a sequel, because I would absolutely take more of Space Marine. But um, yeah, super excited for that. We'll have to have to see if it follows through. Um, next one on the list, um, Warhammer Vermintide. Speaking of a different Warhammer series, obviously not 40k. Uh, Vermintide 2, yeah. Yeah, anyone want to touch on the DLC? Am I the only one that's played it? Probably. I played Vermintide 1 a little bit. Really not much. I heard Vermintide 2 was better, but I just didn't get into it. Vermintide 2 is much better. Basically, for anyone not familiar with it, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead in the war, Warhammer world. Uh, really fun. Really, really fun. And the short version, Warrior Priest is just a... There's different classes. You can play different characters. Salt's Prior, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, he's just getting a new shoot-off class. That's about it. So that's all we really need to say for that one. But great game. Cool. Um, Cuphead is also getting DLC. Seth, you want to tell us about this? Yeah, Cuphead's DLC was announced years ago. It, uh, it, spent, it spent so long that I was kind of half expecting this to just be its own like standalone game at this point. Or like a DLC the size of an expansion pack. Um from what I understand, it's one new island with a bunch of new bosses and everything, and uh, it's finally got a release date coming June 30th. I'm very excited for this. I've played, I played the first island of Cuphead before on stream, and I, uh, f- I fell off, uh, mostly because I didn't get a chance to stream it again. But um, I'd like to stream through this uh, game completely just before the DLC comes out and enroll right into that. I feel like we have to ask now. Uh... Yeah, refresh my memory. It's been so long since since you've told us where we could find you on Twitch. Uh, so my Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash Kai underscore Burr. Nailed it. Uh, next up in the list, we have uh, the 7 remake, Final Fantasy 7 remake. Um, yeah, finally coming to PC because that was PlayStation exclusive? Yes, PS4 and PS5. Yeah, 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 cool. So that's finally coming to PC. That should be good. Funny thing about this, they accidentally released a debug version of the game on PC. Yeah, Yeah, it's not very good. It's very bad. Yeah, the PC release has been uh, very bad. Um, Lots of bugs. And as I just said, it's a debug version of the game. So that's a big oopsie on their part. Um. It's also Epic Games Store only. It's, it seems like Square Enix just has a deal with Epic at the moment to put all their games on there for at least a year. I feel like that's not so much Square Enix having a deal, it's just Epic having the money to just buy the exclusivity for a year. Yeah. So they did that with Borderlands 2, or Borderlands it's 3 yeah. as well. Because the game, A, is in debug, and also B, is an Unreal Engine game, people can easily look into uh, its uh, files and everything. Yeah. And they, they've already found the Steam, uh, Steam uh, port for it, and, and it includes <laughs> the Steam... <laughs> 
It includes a Steam net, uh, database number for it, so people have already found a Steam database listing for what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, so good. we know it's coming to Steam at some point. Sweet. Can't wait for it to come to Steam. <laughs> When's it coming to Xbox, but? Uh, probably. If, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes to Xbox like in six months or so. Yeah, realistically, it would be like yeah, a year or two. I, I heard that was uh, day two DLC yeah, after Temtem release. Yeah. And then Final Fantasy fourteen will come right after, and all three of them will come out at the same time, so I just get overwhelmed and I just play nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the greatest Game Pass month you've ever seen. Game Pass bros who won. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Forspoken. I, okay, good. I, <laughs> saw the word, I'm just like, oh, don't screw this up. <laughs> Forspoken coming to PS5 and PC. Um, they had a trailer for this. Uh, what were your thoughts on it, Seth? The trailer was to announce the release date, which is going to be May 24th. Which is a little earlier than I was expecting because they've got um, they've got Babylon's Fall and uh, Stranger of Paradise both coming in March, so I was expecting this to be about June or July. Uh, so May twenty fourth is a bit surprising to me, but also, uh, after the Game Awards, they start putting out some raw gameplay footage and people were giving impressions, and uh, from what I understand, that Square Enix just showed off. Uh, it, like a more extended version of the gameplay than what they've released to the public at the moment. And impressions seem good, but uh, GameSpot specifically, from what I've seen, were kind of um a bit edge, uh, on, uh, on edge about it, saying it looks good, but without a controller in our hand, we don't know if it plays well or is it's fun doing all the things that they've been showing us. Weirdly, that was also meant... So I don't know anything about this. I just saw the trailer. My first thought was for the first two minutes, it looked shockingly like how they did the Anthem trailer, which just gave me horrendous PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Yeah, because um, the, like, the flying in Anthem looked really fun, and then you find out that the flying is all that game has going for it. Yeah, the flying is the only fun thing. Fucking hell, like, ah. Oh. Exactly, yeah. And... And then they, and then in the gameplay for for, for Spoken, they they did like a sequence of running. They did some dialogue with some of the characters, I guess, during like a mission or something. And then combat, but it felt so empty. <laughs> like it just, it just felt like it felt like a tech demo that they were just waiting to put other stuff into that world because that world is fucking barren at the moment. Yeah, and from what uh, Square Enix has said, it sounds like that might just be the case for the game because um, the city that they show off is like supposed to be a last bastion for humanity and... Good way to save dev time. <laughs> yeah, and the character you play as is the only person that can venture into these... Um, uh, uh, into like this uh, uh, mist uh, miasma sort of areas which have all been affected and uh, run down. So it's it sounds like it's going to be a fairly empty game unless like they shake something up and they're just not talking about it because they they haven't spoken a whole lot about this game. This is like the first time they've had an extended talk about the game. There was one thing in the trailer. I don't remember what the line it was, what line it was, but there was just something funny to me about the protagonist just dropping an f bomb during combat. I, I don't remember what the line was. It was like get fucked or something, but it was like right before a big attack, and it was just kind of it was just kind of weird hearing that. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's, there's, uh, the, the last trailer they showed for this was, like, a lot more quirky dialogue, which I wasn't a fan of, like, um, uh, 
she's uh, she's talking about how she's overwhelmed by having a talking bracelet and being surrounded by fucking <laughs> dragons. Yeah, the last trailer looked terrible, to be honest. You, I think I've watched it with you, Seth, when they announced it, we both just laughed at it. Yeah, this this trailer tones down on that quirky dialogue a lot. It, it feels like that last trailer took all of the bad lines and put them all into one trailer, while this one was a lot more subdued. Yeah, I'll be... I'll be well, what, what I've seen hasn't excited me, but I'm curious. You know, maybe, maybe there is something going for it. The end. It's also going to be one of Square Enix's. Oh no, not it's not going to be their first one because Final Fantasy VII's also doing it at the moment. But they're going to start pricing their games like uh, the same price that PS5 games are at the moment. So this is coming to Steam for one hundred and fifteen dollars Australian, and there's no way on earth I'm paying for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I was about to say the exact same thing. I am waiting for this to go on sale. I wouldn't pay that for Seven Remake either. That's that's almost one and a half times eighty dollars. It's the, <laughs> it, the fact that they're putting it for that much. Like, because if you actually do the conversion rate as well, it's way more than what it should be. Like, if it's giant, it's over eighty. Yeah. US, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. And they did the exact same thing for Seven Remake, and it's like not only are you just alienating your PC players, but you're also doing it at either a terrible conversion rate or just straight up scamming them. Like, oh my God, <laughs> there's no way yeah. people are going to pay for this. That, that's just how game prices are done over here, though. Not always, though, especially not on Steam. Didn't you factor in the cost of shipping? Shipping the digital game, yeah. Sorry, I should have thought about that, yeah. It costs bandwidth to send that to your house, bro. Yeah, God. Uh, from, from, where, from where I'm looking at, um, 115 is... $10 less than 125 that's going on PS5 at the moment, which PC has always been like $10 cheaper than yeah. it, if, yeah. uh, the console counterparts. So it's still lining up with that. It's just a problem of we're not being converted properly with what the US prices are. I See, I have a PS5 in my house and I still have not bought a single game for it because I refuse to pay anywhere near that much. I will quit games before I pay that much. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's the same thing as me. That's why I only have Ratchet and Clank because I got that for $60 instead of 115 Yeah, stupid expensive. Who has that kind of money? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Halo TV series. Uh, Steve, what were your thoughts on this one? Oh, I'm excited. They've said it's not canon. It's, 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 well, it's live action. And it's made by Paramount, I think, and it's coming out uh, February. February. Maybe they just, maybe I just imagined it, and that's what I want it to be. But I'm very keen. Um, uh, if you can't tell, I'm a really big fan of Halo, so I'm sort of cautiously optimistic on how it ends up. But at the same time, with how putting things into live action, maybe they shouldn't be done, like with the recent Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I am, Cowboy Bebop, yeah. I am very nervous about this for no reason other than the trailer that they attach to this has a bunch of, like, setup shots of, you know, just sort of generic Halo-y looking shots. And then every Master Chief pose looks like an Instagram photo of a professional cosplayer. Yeah, it does. It, <laughs> there's something oh, no. it's awkward about it. I'm really nervous where it's going to be like just this it's it's just gonna look like a weird live action cosplay and it's not gonna look like a tv series at all that's my big fear don't forget i think it was with halo 4 they did a weird live action thing forward onto dawn i think is what it was called there was forward onto dawn that was like a movie or something i think i thought it was i think there were like extended tv episodes maybe yeah it was like yeah and i sort of remember that and that was sort of good and i get the feeling there was something else they did around halo 5 time that i can't remember um obviously because it wasn't very good so it just sort of sees i just sort of uh, yeah i'm cautiously optimistic i just hope they don't fuck it up yeah 
same. Uh, Seth, Hellblade 2. Harsh words, go. Uh, that was supposed to be gameplay. That did not look like gameplay. And if it was, it was the most railroaded gameplay I have ever seen. I mean, to be fair, have you played Hellblade? Damn. Shit game, <laughs> dead on arrival. Oh, well, move on. Um, Slitterhead. Oh, this is the Silent Hill um, studio, right? Yeah, um, the director of the first Silent Hill game and uh, Gravity Rush games as well, which I enjoy a shit ton. He left Sony like a year ago, started up his own studio, and now they're doing a horror game called Slitherhead, which looks really interesting. Looking forward. It looks to be based on like Korean and Japanese like apartment complexes. So uh, it's going to be like very enclosed and everything. But yeah, um, very excited for that. <laughs> the most the most horrifying aspect of all, claustrophobia and being alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. Um, Wonder Woman getting her own game. Um, I don't really know what to make of this. Yeah, no, this was just an announcement of Wonder Woman is getting her own game. There wasn't even anything shown for this besides like a logo and Wonder Woman having a model, a CG model. Um, I just want to put this in there because I think I think it's interesting. It could be fun. Um, kind of excited to see what they do with this because you don't get a lot of Wonder Woman media. Mm, still in the DC universe, Suicide Squad. Ah, uh, this actually surprised me. This looks really fun. It does look fun, and I'm very excited for it. I literally thought this was gonna be fucking garbage. <laughs> um, but it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. Cap- Captain Boomerang looks pretty fun to use as well. He does. Yeah. I thought he would have been the worst character, but. I'm still not sold on the writing. The writing, it's superhero writing, but yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a game. Like, we're here to play game, not to listen to it. Yeah, and it, it looks like it'll be a fun game to load up with a bunch of people and play through together. Yeah, it looks like it'll be a good spin on the co-op for squad-based shooter. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, not much else to say besides surprise me. <laughs> I'm very excited for this now. Did the uh, Dune announcement surprise you as well? Uh, oh no, uh, this is more like I'm surprised that Dune game is coming up at the moment. Um, the movie just came out and was a big success. So so you are surprised? Yeah, yeah, but not in the same way for Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, so we can move on. Yeah, the movie just came out and was uh, critically acclaimed, and I'm surprised that there's a game coming up for it as well. It's I, I'm kind of glad that there is. It's, it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's kind of like the nostalgia hit of, like, this movie came out, therefore there just has to be a game based on it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I miss those days, because sometimes, um, it, sometimes you get uh, uh, got really good games out of that, like Spider-Man 2. Shrek 2 game was excellent uh yeah it was too yeah aragon game was good the movie was trash though madagascar one big fan big fan it was a lot of good games yeah shoot man there were so many anyway yeah it's cool hopefully that one hopefully that one works out as well as all of our roasted glasses want it to be um and and what is perhaps one of the best news items in this list <laughs> uh, sounds sus. amugus getting vr support man that trailer was so scary <laughs> The, yeah, that that got me good. I I knew it was Among Us the moment it happened, and from the perspective, I was like, "Oh, this is Among Us VR straight away." But like, just just the shock of turning around, there was that red one just closing in on the camera. It was so good. <laughs> I, I I feel like that's going to be just a goldmine for the the like community Twitch groups to get like there was like the the initial round of everyone playing among us because it was super collaborative or whatever and all the all the content creators got together i feel like this is going to rekindle a lot of that especially for the ones that have um vr gear ready to go yeah definitely uh looking forward to that uh you want to mention anything about elden ring uh not really it's just a lore deep trailer um this is probably like the thing that's going to get you a lot of what uh george rr martin was involved with so uh that was that was an interesting watch but just kind of a hey this happened sort of 
announcement. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Josh, are you as excited as I am that Alan Wake 2, well, that Alan Wake is getting a sequel? I am absolutely excited. Alan Wake is probably my favorite 360 game outside of the Halo series by a considerable margin. I, You, you know that sound that they play whenever there's like a, a murder of crows coming towards you? Yeah. If I hear that sound, I still like seize up. Yeah, I only replayed it a couple of years ago and it was still terrifying. It was excellent though. Like even the writing is very good and I've been waiting for a sequel for so long. There are so many parts of that game that are so good. Uh, did you ever play an American Nightmare? I did, but it wasn't as good. It was nowhere near as good. See, that's what I've heard. I have it in Steam and I'm just worried because I... I have this great uh, like picture of what Alan Wake 1 was, and I feel like it would go downhill if I played the American Well, now Josh has told you it's not as good, so you can go in there with a fresh perspective. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely <laughs> worth playing, but um, it's, it's true. He is normally wrong about things. I am, but... Oh. So therefore, Alan Wake must be bad, because he liked it. No, oh God, but no. it's good, because I know it's good. It's a, uh, the only bad thing about Alan Wake was how long it really takes you to really dive into it like by the time you get like the the light and the gun and everything you, you're so substantially into the game that it, it, i feel like it would have lost a lot of people early on but man by the time you actually get to that point in the game you just you're in for the long haul you're in for the ride i i also think that there are a couple of points towards the end that you expect it to be building up to an ending and it doesn't but yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't like keep you hooked isn't like oh you thought that was the ending it was close it's just kind of like Here's the ending. No, just kidding. And then there's just more gameplay, and you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. The only other problem I had with the game was that it did that, like, you know, 2010 thing where everything had to be, like, a dull gray. So it yeah. just kind yeah, of lost a true. lot of, uh, it lost a lot of visual, you know, shock and, and part of that. It was like this old kind of horror movie thing, but it didn't really do it well outside of those horror scenes. But no, I'm super keen for number two. Yeah, same. Uh, Seth, you want to tell us about Star Wars Eclipse? Uh, I, you have a note here that says that you found it hilarious. I also found it hilarious. Um, you tell me, you tell me why you thought it was hilarious first. I know why it's hilarious, but I want, I want you to tell the other two. I think it's hilarious <laughs> because Quantic Dream is developing this. That means David Cage has a hand in this. David Cage. I find that so funny. See, I, I found it funny because the, the, the so the, the trailer is like a bunch of, um, like just dudes drumming and it's just like the back of them and it's like building up this whole thing um and i found it funny for two one that they turn around and it's snape that it's just like a bunch of uh not snape voldemort it's just a bunch of voldemort's <laughs> drumming um which i found funny and two it reminded me a lot of this of the the dudes from prometheus yeah they do is in prometheus the movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah the movie the, the, the ridley scott um alien precursor um, where it's just like a bunch of like muscle-bound albinos. Well, I have to go watch the trailer. I want to watch it. <laughs> just kind of doing their own thing, and you're like, "But this is Star Wars. <laughs> What's going on here?" I like the Quantic Dream games. I like. I played uh, Detroit: Becoming Human earlier this year, and I you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Wow, you're in the minority there. He he liked Becoming Human. That's understandable. Quant- Quantic Dream has such trite writing, and they're they're horrible developers. It's it's going to be hilarious to see what they do with Star Wars and wow. how they fuck it up. Mm. Clashing opinions. Oh. Let's see who's right. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I've liked all of the Quantic Dream games so far. Um, oh, Heavy Rain, not so much. But Detroit Two Souls. Oh. Heavy Rain was the best of them, oh. I think. Titan! You're combining two games there, buddy. There's Detroit Become Human and Beyond Two Souls, but there's no Detroit Two Souls. Oh, uh, fuck, yeah, okay, <laughs> no, you're right. Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, two Souls is really good. It had a good, good premise. It had Willem Dafoe in it. I wonder if he's going to get sued for uh, having... Uh, uh, illegal nudes of anyone in his game again. Oh, oh yeah, because the whole modeling thing. That's right. I completely forgot about that. 
Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Sonic Frontiers and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Also known for having illegal nudes. I'll start with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because uh, I, I'm pretty sure that one was first. But that Sonic 2 trailer was uh, very fun, looks really good. And Idris Elba is a liar because he said he wasn't going to make Knuckles sound sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've already seen a bunch of people editing that shot of Knuckles to be the uh the um uh, a lot uh God what was the name of that disease again? You're the only one that's gonna remember this. Yeah, gotta go fast yeah. disease. I don't know. <laughs> Ebola, the Ebola Knuckles. This is the, the one that's oh, going. Ugandan Knuckles or whatever that meme was. Oh yeah, again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ugandan Knuckles. Yeah, that's that's, that's the it. One. That's the one. Do you know that we? Yeah, people have been editing that uh, that shot of Knuckles to be Ugandan Knuckles already, and those are pretty funny. I've seen a few memes about it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm 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 worried that you started with that he promised not to make Knuckles sound sexy, and I've seen people editing like <laughs> things to make it look that way. And you work in an animation studio. <laughs> yeah. This is not a good look. I can do multiple things, but no, I'm not involved with Sonic 2. <laughs> uh, and do you want to touch on uh, Sonic Frontiers? So Sonic Frontiers, uh, I, I don't want to wish a game does badly, but... <laughs> it's a Sonic but... game, you're allowed, you're allowed to do that. It's... Really? I think it looks good. <laughs> this is Sonic Breath of the Wild by the looks of it, and so many people have wanted Sonic in an open world setting, and... To a sense, I want this to be good, but I also want this to disprove that Sonic Open World is the be-all, end-all discussion of where Sonic should go. I think Sonic Mania proved that. What do you that. mean? Sonic 06 proved that it's a timeless format. Oh. Sonic 06 was an open world. It had open, it had open world, world it, elements. It, it had open oh world boy, back elements. in open world yeah. chat. <laughs> no, no, it, I, I see what he means, but like it had open world elements with all the hub worlds and stuff, but like the levels themselves yeah. were linear levels. I, I don't think this is going to work. An open world Sonic games. I think it will. I'm excited. It for has that. to. It has to be handcrafted. Like every like it's. Bro, Kirby's getting an open world game. I think Sonic will be fine. Oh, Kirby. Oh, yeah. I'm so keen. I'm so keen. They're doing open world for the sake of open world. It's don't fall for the meme. I'll, I'll, I'll drop everything to play that Kirby game. I need it. <laughs> Give me the marshmallows. Yes. I, I find it extremely funny that Josh really likes Pokemon and he doesn't like Pokemon Breath of the Wild, but he hates Sonic and he's like, no, Sonic of <laughs> Sonic of the Wild looks good. Yeah, I, I didn't like Breath of the Wild either, to be fair, but I, I think this looks oh, good. Oh, <laughs> you have another fucking wrong opinion. It's so good. Mate, <laughs> if they gave me a single weapon that lasted more than four hits until you get the Master Sword, maybe I'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that, 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 that's like the a bad weapon breaking like... The weapon breaking system was horrid. It ruined the game. It absolutely so did. It, all right, I, I agree. It, it made the game subpar. However, you had to appreciate the sound of like a leaf breaking with the same sound of metal <laughs> after you used it enough times on an enemy's head. Or a stick. <laughs> See, that just sounded lazy to me. Bonk. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I don't know. The, 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 the sound design of the weapon breaking, like the weapon breaking sound, yeah. I, I enjoyed. It was a good sound. Well, I don't think you hear it so much. <laughs> yeah. They, they had to make sure it was a satisfying Might just be sound. Stockholm. Yeah. Might just be the Stockholm Syndrome talking. Who knows? But yeah, no, from that trailer, all the landscapes looked really flat. It didn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. It's got to be flat. You got you to gotta run. You got to go fast. Yeah, if Sonic hits a speed bump, he breaks his ankle and dies. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> to me... Like so a cheater in the wild. To me, Sonic to is down. a fun, fast platformer. Yeah, like, see, I, I yeah, enjoyed you know what's not fast? Of Bumps. Sonic. You like the rough terrain. I, I like the slower parts of Sonic. You know, I what the story? It's the slow parts of Sonic. Like, what do you like the cutscenes? I like them. Oh, I mean, I like the loopy loops and stuff, but like those are sick. Sonic Mania was absolutely excellent. I just find that a lot of the Sonic games where they're fast paced are fast paced for the sake of being fast paced and done badly. But that's because Josh, a lot of Sonic Josh. games are done badly. <laughs> 
jo- Josh is the type of guy that gets off a roller coaster. He's like, I like the loops, but standing in line was much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the journey we made along the way. The uh, I think I'm just right? burned from too many bad Sonic games, just trying to be fast for the sake of being fast. But yeah. yeah. Well, I say that, but like, I haven't played like a Sonic game probably since, I think it's like Sonic in the Dark Knight when he has the sword on the Wii. Oh, God. Um, God, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what game you're talking about. I already hate it. I played basically all of them, and um, yeah, uh, like I want, I want this to be good, but I also don't want this to be the answer of okay, Sonic is always going to be open world now. Mm, Basically, how I feel about the Pokemon one, to be honest. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, uh, before Steve throttles Josh (laughs) over the internet, um, (laughs) Homeworld, Homeworld three got a gameplay trailer. Yeah. Uh, who wants to touch on this? Uh, I, I definitely will. Have anyone else played Homeworld? Probably not. Nope. No. Really I'm cool Googling game. Googling it right now. Uh, it's it's super old game, cult classic. I, I don't really need to say much more other than go watch the trailer. Excited. It looks like fun. Oh, it's an RTS. Sweet. Yeah, it's like an RTS. Uh, it's got... Yeah, we won't need to touch it because I'll spend too long on it. But no, very cool. Highly recommends going to, to look into it. It's a great series. Well know. written. 90, 93 out of 100. I don't think that's good enough. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, it's I'm very I'm sorry, what's Halo Infinite? <laughs> that's not, that's not, that's not an that's RTS. Out for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. It hasn't finished yet. Oh, oh, an, 80, an 87. An 87 oh, out of 100. No. But the if game hasn't been out for that long. Like, how many reviews? Like, it's just like... 89 reviews? Long. Yeah, and this has only got 20. Oh, um, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a cult classic. It's old. The review system didn't exist. Um, But yeah, we can move on. That's, just go watch the trailer. Will do. Uh, PUBG, going free to play. Um, That's all we really need to say. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, you'd be interested. something to compete with Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Don't know that it'll work. I feel like everyone that... I feel like everyone that played PUBG already has PUBG, and everyone that isn't going to play PUBG probably won't. No, but yeah, still worth you're not mentioning. Get into it. Yeah. Um. And anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think the um, last or the last late minute thing I added to our little list was that the Rocket League mobile game is available now. Sideswipe. So you know. You played it? No. Have you played it? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Um, there's actually a great Sunless Khan video. Uh, shout out to Sun, uh, Sunless Khan. No, you're a big fan. Uh, here's to you, boy. Um, he's got a great video on someone that made a mod of playing regular Rocket League like Rocket League Sideswipe. Oh, cool. Um, I've I've heard mixed things about the game. Like I've heard like it's it's fine, but I don't think it's a replacement for Rocket League by any stretch. It's I don't think it's meant to be though. It's just like no, but like I I don't know that it's uh I don't know that there are too many people that are playing Sideswipe more than Rocket League when they have access to Rocket League. Say, um, but I mean sure it's fine. Uh, it's it's definitely an interesting take. It's it's a breakaway from um 3D driving around football soccer because there are there are so many mobile clones for rocket league it's crazy and all of them are terrible um so it's kind of interesting seeing them actually make a mobile game and it not to be shit but i don't know if it's the sort of thing that i'd properly play it's it's 2d side scrolly um as a as a rocket league game so it's kind of plays very differently i think is the point that i'm trying to make it's kind of fun but yeah it's out just to play on the train more power to you um so those are all the announcements. Uh, we can probably just do a quick fire. <laughs> that was supposed to be quick fire, but here we are. Um, of the things that won, uh, obviously it takes two. Got game of the year. Uh, quick round the lounge. Uh, any meeny Josh, what do you think? Uh, I, I haven't played it. I, I don't really know what to think, but I think um, 
I think Metroid Dread was one of the nominees, and I, that that was my pick. So, so the game of the year, it was given to It Takes Two, and it <clears throat> and it beat out Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Rift Apart, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Yeah, I can't comment on most of those. Yeah, I can't comment on most of those. I played Metroid Dread and I played Ratchet and Clank. I have It Takes Two now, ready to play with my girlfriend when we get the chance. But um, I'm excited to see what. Uh, what this game is like since it won. Yeah, it's definitely... I've heard very good things, and it was definitely on my radar, but it looks like now I will be accelerated to go watch it. Yeah, um, I played A Way Out, I think it was called, the last game this developer did. Mm, yeah. And that, w- that was very, very good. That was a fantastic game, and I've heard people really liked this one as well, so... Mm, from what I heard, it takes two really polishes the, the co-op aspect, so... Oh, that, that'd be great then. Yeah. Do you think they have a Discord server where I can find other um, singles in my area that want to play It Takes Two? You've got a podcast for that. <laughs> if anyone wants to play with me, I'm <laughs> I meant more like, you know, me or Steve, but yeah, all right. Well, actually, I'm the only single one. Yeah. Hey, Steve. We're playing it, uh, Josh. Let's go. Hey, Patrick, if you're looking for people to play with, uh, could you give us your Steam details? <laughs> just I don't know. Just give me my address. Yeah. It'd be faster to yeah. find me that way. <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, cool. Um, I don't know which everyone has this list in front of them. Anyone that any ones that stick out that people want to touch on? Uh, OST, OST was well near deserved. Well deserved. Uh, yeah, even same words. Yeah, so good, so good. I'm pretty sure that like I'm pretty sure we talked about that when we saw the nominees. Um, I actually don't know which episode that was now. Two episodes ago. I think uh, Josh yeah, was two here for that. Ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still upset um, that um, uh, Voice of Cards wasn't in there. Then they only had five nominees, but out of all of those, yeah, near replicant for sure. Yeah, should we just go down this list like we were for the news? Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, action, so <laughs> action adventure, Metroid Dread. I I was very yeah. on board with this one. Metroid Dread's a fantastic game. Uh, audio design, Forza. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yep, me too. I uh, yeah, I I understand why it won. I think it was well deserved. Uh, best racing, also Forza. Color me shocked. Figure. Yep. Were there any other racing games released this year? Uh, uh, Formula One 2021. Oh, um, oh, I know there were a few others. Not Shoot, Gran Turismo. Man, list. <laughs> Can't wait uh, to talk about that next year. Oh, that's right. Just I'm I'm not even clicking on it yet. But the the one that was basically steep, but for like dirt bikes. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, the... I know the one. Um, yeah, I know the one. Oh, you're wait. About. A... Where's best racing? Why it was best sports slash racing. So it was uh, F1 2021, FIFA 22, uh, oh, Forza Horizon 5, yeah, Hot Wheels it. Unleashed, and Riders Republic. Riders Republic. Riders Republic was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, which is basically like dirt bike version of Steve. To be honest, Hot Wheels Unleashed looks absolutely excellent, but it, Forza's Forza. I think it was always going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, uh, I'm, I'm going to say slightly unfair competition there. Yeah. I think. <laughs> um, okay. Um, innovation and accessibility, uh, also Forza. I found this exceptionally funny because it's presented by Chevrolet. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Got him. Um, uh, I, I, I just have one other comment about this. Um, to the people that are in some of my lobbies, feel free to use some of those accessibility options because I think you might need them. <laughs> um, you know, they are there. I'm just saying, uh, if they help you stay on the road, um, feel free to use them, particularly when it's supposed to be a co-op and I have to drag you guys over the lines so that we win. Uh, next up at me. in... <laughs> uh, so, sorry, was that for the innovation in accessibility? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I had to hop off for a second, but I just wanted to make a point that this uh, this award was presented by uh, Chevrolet, so of course, Forza welcome won. to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm caught welcome, up. Well, welcome back to welcome back to things covered by Patrick twenty seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my dog was barking, so I had to hop off real quick. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad that we had the same thoughts on it though. Um, 
I think in good news for Maggie Robertson, but in probably also bad news for Maggie Robertson's inbox, she won uh, best performance for Lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> I have no wish to know what is in her inbox as a result of this. Mommy Big Vampire Lady won. <laughs> <laughs> See, you are part of the problem, Steve. There's, there's some stats that are not safe for work stats that came out recently, and uh, Lady oh, Dimitrescu is not on a top 20 list. Oh, wow. I'm surprised oh. by that. Yeah, I was also surprised by that. So her inbox is maybe cleaner than we expect. <laughs> it was just a good meme. All right, so best ongoing, I think. And yeah. best community support. And best community oh, support, it's, yeah. It's probably got best ongoing because everybody's in the lobby. But how can it be yeah, ongoing because, if they're not selling it anymore? Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. It's ongoing because they only have the player base now. Like, if any of them stop, it can no longer be best ongoing. Yeah, is it truly it ongoing if it's not actually for sale? <laughs> if, if they're still updating the game, it's still ongoing. Um, the, the competition for yeah, that exactly. was obviously Apex Legends, uh, Final Fantasy that won, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Warzone. So Warzone wasn't going to win. <laughs> I think it was between Final Fantasy and Genshin or Fortnite, to be honest. Yeah, and honestly, the, the amount of, like... Uh, support there is behind 14 I'm not surprised that it took both these awards no me either um, so then I guess the next one down the list is RPG which was Tales of Arise which I've only recently started playing and I already think it deserves it excellent yeah, game yeah I've, I've been watching my girlfriend play this on Twitch uh, every now and then and yeah it looks fantastic uh, it, yeah it looks absolutely amazing um, wait wait so your twitch stream is just you watching your girlfriend what was that sorry no uh her, her <laughs> twitch stream it, it was on her twitch stream she was playing it not mine <laughs> sick <laughs> I, um, if you would like to set me up i would also uh i'll also promote hers <laughs> yeah feel free wait, does she uh, does she get a shout out or <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So if you walked into this one, if we wanted to watch your girlfriend, where would we go? <laughs> At twitch.tv forward slash Trinity505. So the competition for best role playing was actually really tight. So I think there was uh, quite a few really good games. So Cyberpunk 20, 2077 is probably the worst one on the list. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5, and Tales of Arise. So that is some really strong competition. Yeah. I would have put it between Shin Megami Tensei 5 and. And uh, Tales of Arise. I would put Monster Hunter. See, in that I list. would have as well. Yeah. I actually don't think Monster Hunter, on a role-playing perspective, is that strong. Which is which is also funny because Monster Hunter World won RPG when that year came across. Yeah. See, but but so but World like that's not even a fair competition. World stacked up next to Rise. I think World just kicks its ass it in does, like every category. Definitely. See, I think Monster Hunter is still a really strong competitor because, from a story perspective, it's garbage. But I've never felt more like in tune with the character than you know chopping off some giant boy's tail, being like, "Yeah, this is awesome." You know, you really get into the character. You mean you mean you've never felt more in tune when you're sitting in a Discord with four of us going, "Wirebug button doesn't work," and you're telling us it's the wrong button? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the only game. But yeah, no, Tales of Rise was excellent. So. <laughs> I, I Aren't all games RPGs when you're thinking about it? You, We've already had this discussion, we're not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> another time, buddy. We're, we're, we're delaying that talk for another time. Rats. Yeah. Um, best fighting, Guilty Gear Strive. I don't think this surprised too many people. I no, think I think for the Nencode alone, it deserved it. I think it the only real competition it. was... It does. Um, it has the best rollback in any fighting game at the uh, moment. Mm. I think the only real competition in that was Melty Blood, so... Oh, and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah, and Melty Bloods Online is fucked at the moment. So. Yeah, Nickelodeon wasn't going to win. What was the other ones? Uh, Demon Slayer, the uh, Chronicles game, and Virtual Fighter 5. So yeah, Guilty Gear for sure. I'm s 
that the Demon Slayer was such a. I'm like, they just put that in because they didn't know what else to put in there. It's like they always arena. they yeah. always put an anime game in there. When yeah, Jump Force it's... came out, Jump Force was up yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. It was too. Melty yeah. Blood is the anime <laughs> game in there though. Nice. No, no, I mean like a- anime arena fighter. Oh, okay, fair. Most anticipated, surprising, absolutely no one. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. What? Gets it. No way. That's crazy. I don't actually remember what its competition was. Let's have a look. The sequel to Breath of the Wild. That's uh, right. God of War Ragnarok. I think Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West and Starfield. I'm actually kind of surprised Starfield didn't win. And I, Elden uh, Ring had that really big hype train quite recently did. with that gameplay trailer dropping. Yeah. Um, it, Elden people have been non-stop wanting Elden Ring since it was announced. Yeah, same yeah. as Starfield though, but I guess yeah, there's way more hype around Elden Ring. I do like that they called it the sequel of the of Zelda. Uh, yeah, Breath I think of the it's Wild though. It's so it. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And finally, content creator of the year, Fast Travel Lounge. Wow, that was that was a surprise. <laughs> <We did laughs> it, boys. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. It was Dream, but it's okay, boys. We got this next. So year. lesson learned: oh, if you really cheat in your Minecraft speedruns, you can become content creator of the year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be fair, the imagine, other four people. Imagine never creating heard of. so much content that you managed to get. What was he like? A like a professor of mathematics and probability at Stanford to publish a paper yeah. on. Like the chances of Dream actually performing. And it was like minuscule. Yeah, it was like one in like several billion or something. Um, yeah. yeah. The other nominees were someone called Fusely, Gauls, Ibai, Ibai, maybe, and Refka. The only person out of these nominees I've ever heard of was Dream. Yeah, me too. And he's yeah. a Minecraft. I, I, creator, I, I, so. know, I know Fusely and Dream. Um, I like how you say someone called, and like these are the content creators. The, these are literally the biggest content creators. You're like, it was someone called. Like I've never heard of any of them. But dream. <laughs> so. Kind of this guy called PewDiePie. He's pretty big. From what yeah, I yeah. Uh, someone called Donkey. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy, feel, donkey. feel free to check him out. <laughs> oh, shout out to Donkey, man. Oh, he's so funny. Oh God. Yeah, we keep this podcast going for another year, guys. We're we're in the running. Oh, easily. Um, that I yeah. So that that concludes Game Awards. Um, overall, pretty happy. I I think that's I think basically I think like that's sort game, of what I expected the list to be. Yeah, with with the event itself, I was kind of bored all throughout. It it wasn't a very interesting event to watch. It wasn't a very interesting year, to be fair. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. also true. Uh, has anyone? Random final thought before we move on. Has anyone picked up a game after seeing it in one of the Game of the Year lists or is now thinking about playing a game that they previously weren't as a result of seeing it either nominated or win one of these categories? I think it takes two. I've said it like five times already, but it takes two. Yeah, yeah, it takes two as well. I mean, I always had intentions to play it, but... Yeah, well, we'll play it next week, Josh. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Yeah. Like, everything else was sort of already on my list. Like, I've heard good things about Tales. I've heard good things about Metroid Dread. It takes two, like that. It winning the award pushed me over the line. Yeah, to be fair, it takes two is yeah, the only game I'm I haven't played that won an well. award. I think. Hmm. Yeah. No, but yeah, I think yeah, they were all very strong winners. So. Yeah, and for the game of the year nominations, like besides it takes two, I was interested in basically all of them. Psychonauts two, I do want to play at some point, but I need to play Psychonauts one first. Um. Resident Evil 8 is also the same boat of I want to play the other Resident Evils first. Deathloop's the only and one I don't have an interest in, and it's only because it's a buggy mess. At I, least on from PC. What I heard it's been fixed. Oh, yeah, maybe. They, they fixed, from, where, from what I've heard, they fixed a lot of it. Once they removed the DRM, that fixed a lot of issues. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Pirate Bros, we won. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, De- Deathloop is probably one of the only ones on that list that I picked up after seeing it get because I I was sort of on the fence about it, but seeing it just get nominated for so many categories, I thought there must be something to this. Yeah, and the Steam reviews were actually fairly in favor of it. Yeah, uh, Deathloop so it seems is, like they have fixed a lot of the ooh. issues. Deathloop was something I've been interested in since the announcement. The um the idea of it behind it was always interesting to me. I just didn't have the money to get it at launch, so yep. I'll I'll get to that at some point. But that was also something of I've I've been interested in this. So it, the game awards itself didn't boost that for me fair enough yeah it's cool uh cool well i guess that ends the discussion on the game awards uh looking forward to next year and it'll likely be that as you know we sort of alluded to um our first 2022 episode will likely be our own reflection of 2021 so people can look forward to that uh time for the audience question uh we have an email in from our number two fan uh he writes good morning kings thank <laughs> you strong opening <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's morning for me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <yeah. laughs> um, what is the game that you've sunk the most time into, and why? No MMOs allowed. They're a cop out. Um, and the PS is that if you spoil fourteen, he's going to break someone. So understandable, really. I think we've been pretty good about spoilers for fourteen. Um, what do we think for just for this year, or just games of all time? I don't think you said who the email was from. By the way, you just said they were our number two fan. They know who they are. <laughs> shout out Dan. Thanks, yeah, Dan. Shout out Dan. <laughs> Mr. Two first. Thanks, Dan. Two first yeah. names can't trust people like that. <laughs> cool. Thanks for writing in, big fella. This is actually a fairly difficult question for me because I don't think there's many games that I spend a whole lot of time on, but um. I'd say maybe Tekken 5, because I spent a lot of afternoons going through those arcade modes for every character. Um, I played it... So are we saying are we saying this year, or are we saying all time? Well, it uh, says, uh, doesn't all, all say... Ti- all time. I don't think it was this year. I, he asked if it was just in general, which is why he what said... What did he mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Tekken 5. I, Who I, is Dan? Tekken 5. I put a lot of time into that myself by going through every arcade mode i did a lot of time playing it with my brothers and my family and then when it came out on psp i did the whole single player aspect again and there were more characters to go through on the psp version so that added more time and there were extra modes yeah so maybe tekken 5 is the game i've put the most time into that isn't an mmo please don't say tekken 5 again (laughs) (laughs) wow uh who wants to go next um I'm just trying to think. Like, so I know I spent like an ungodly amount of time in Skyrim trying to, well, by succeeding in 100%ing it and all the DLC. And I think I did it twice. I did it once to the 360 version and once to the um, Xbox One version, simply because it's pretty good. But I've played, yeah. yeah. Persona games that also make you do an ungodly amount of time in them. Yeah, I've replayed, yeah, I played Persona 5 through twice. Persona 5 Royal took me 150 hours to get through. The first, one playthrough. Yeah, just one playthrough Fuck for the hell. Royal. I, I, I've never played Royal. I only played like the original one. Yeah, the original was like 110 for me. So yeah, the Royal Edition added like an extra 40 hours of content. But then at the same time, I probably put like an ungodly amount of hours like in Halo Reach. Sorry, yeah, Halo Reach and Halo 3 multiplayer back in the day. Um, and, I, and Pokemon as well, like put it, going to all the effort of like it's a cop out because it's a series. But when I was like doing the living decks last year. And a bit of this year, like it's a lot of doing something for like one purpose. So I replayed a bunch of games and took a lot of time breeding and leveling up and all that type. So 
I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's quite quite tough. Yeah, if you go by a series, it's, for me, it's like Kingdom Hearts and Pokemon because Pokemon doing the national decks and Kingdom Hearts, I had an insane problem where I was getting the platinum trophies in every game and some oh, of those were... Oh, fucking hell. Some of those That's were impossible. sexy out. <laughs> I, I did it for every PS3 game. Um, oh my god! Yeah, so some of those were like Jeez. sixty to eighty hour endeavors. One of them was over a hundred hours. Yeah, I hundred so, percented Final Fantasy Thirteen this year. Um, oh man, I am so sorry. <laughs> Such uh, a good game, but yeah, collecting those items. I'm so <laughs> burnt out. I'm so burnt. I'll never fucking touch it again. Um, like I, I think I spent like hundred and thirty hours on it, um, literally, and I had this whole spreadsheet just to help me keep track of the items and what I needed and what I didn't. And then at the end of it, I get kept getting fucked up by the RNG. Um, like waiting for that adamantus to drop like platinum incots so I can buy stuff. Yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah, I'm looking at my shelf and I'm realizing, holy crap! I spent for eighty hours, maybe a hundred percent in Crash Four, and that was a hell of a time. That that that's not like a most I've spent on anything or anything, but that's more than I should have spent on Crash Four. I think for me, series wise, definitely Pokemon. Even game wise, probably pokemon ruby but i think it might just be edged out by probably the halo multiplayers or skyrim uh or even one Hunter world but probably pokemon ruby yeah world is also a big one what about uh what pokemon game is is your most hours in patrick <laughs> um i'm scared to know what my pokemon y hours are <laughs> but I know that it's probably upwards of 480 hours, which I have in Omega Ruby. I'm, I'm guessing that's I probably mean, your most Sapphire. played, right? What's probably your game? This uh, Alpha Sapphire? No, God, Oh, no. really? Oh, God. Okay, what is it? I imagine it's one of the Monster Hunters, actually. Yeah. Um, Gen- so, Dota 2, 3,300 hours. Oh, God, hours. Dota oh, 2, man. of course. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, like, I thought you guys loved Dota. Like, oh, God, yeah. yeah. I've got, like, easily 2.5k hours. Oh, it's, it's definitely Dota. Yeah. Get wrecked, nerds. Um, second place, Borderlands 2. On Steam alone, I have 850 hours in it. How? Um, but I also Shit. played it on other oh platforms. My God. How um, have you put that much time into Borderlands 2? <laughs> yeah, you pitch for this I have every character at max level. <laughs> yeah, but even then, 800 seems intense. Yeah. <laughs> I also farmed a lot. <laughs> yeah, that does yeah, sound like you. Yeah. What else is on that list? Uh, so. In terms of series, Monster Hunter hands down. Well, okay, I think Dota Two, on, on its own, is the most thing to like. Even uh, compared to a series, is more than I've put into anything I've else. Thousands, but thousands of hours um, in Dota One as well. So if you ever played it that, it would be, <laughs> it would be very, very closely followed by Monster Hunter, where I've got 560 hours in World, 600 hours in For You, 500 hours in Gen, 50 hours in Gen U, um, 200 something hours in Rise. So whatever that adds up to, something horrific. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and then another hundred or so hours in Freedom Unite, yeah, uh, wow. back on the PSP. Shout out. Um, yeah. So my my stats are absolutely god awful. <laughs> oh god, I can't believe you. Dota was like just such a shell shock for me. But yeah, uh, I'm glad we both have the same one. <laughs> yep. I'll see you in therapy. <laughs> um. Why have I, yeah, to answer the second part, why have I put that much time? No fucking clue <laughs> about anything that I've put that much time into. Um, I don't know. I need help. Mine was just to escape from uni in high school, I think. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a big part of it. Yeah, I've um, played two games. Hope, hope, that answers, hope, hope that answers your question, Dan. Yeah. Um, 
Hope if you're going to brick someone, it's not me. Because because you asked nicely, I will not spoil Final Fantasy XIV this week. I will. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the real villain is... Well, I, what do I care if it's spoiled? I can't even buy the game. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you do start playing the game, you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't know about this plot. You're like, wow, I've got I'll like six years of content that's going to take me several months to get through and about 500 hours yep. of cutscenes. <laughs> says, uh-huh. says the guy who gets through hundreds of hours of content in a single week and then it's like, nah, I'm burnt out. Yeah, well, you know, that's to be like that sometimes. Yeah, oh, fuck it, dude. You gotta play something until you're sick of it, right? Exactly, yeah. It's like listening to you guys' um, one song, and you're like, man, that's According a to my playtime, you don't actually. <laughs> yeah, man, I wonder how many times that one guy has listened to uh, In the End by Linkin Park. That one guy? What? Uh, was, it, was it In the End? Uh, hold on, let, let me quickly get this since I got you, I got you um, interested. I, I don't think I really want to know, to be honest. Is it just one AMV <laughs> on a loop? <laughs> Well, I know that there's the, there's one guy who has watched um, Paul Blart Moor Cop on average twice oh, a day. I've seen that year, Netflix stat. To Netflix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone needs help. Good going. Yeah. Stay strong, champ. We believe in you. Probably someone that's like playing it for their pet or their child, which is basically <laughs> a pet. So, so the original post is a, a green text post at, at a friend's house. Check out his iTunes library. Literally only one song, Linkin Park in the end, almost 30,000 plays. Oh my God. And it's... <laughs> And then someone made a thread going, browsing at best of 4chan, Fred. See this. The post was about me. (laughs) Someone someone says, prove it. And he posts a screenshot of, in the end, still playing. And it says 64,694 plays. This was back in 2014. Good God. Damn. When asked why, he's like, I like this song. I don't like other songs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a good answer. Man, words words to fucking live by, honestly. Yeah. I wish I had that approach. I like this. I don't like other things. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, uh, if, if anyone else out there listening would like us to answer a question or would like us to stop answering questions, feel free to let us know. We have a mailbag, fasttravellounge@gmail.com. Um, I guess the other social plugs, might as well do them. Um, Twitter, <clears throat> at fasttravellounge-1L. Um, Josh, did you find the L when you, were, when you were gone last week? Yeah, I did. It was in your Dota matches. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cop that. Excuse me while I go and cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also on. We're also on Facebook. <laughs> Be strong, Patrick. You can get through this. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, don't take the knife out yet. It just makes the wound worse. I think we know who's getting bricked, and it's not Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no, but that that uh almost brings us to the end of episode seven um quick round the lounge for it won't actually be next week's episode this will be the last episode for 2021 but um is there anything upcoming i know we sort of touched on christmas pines and things but what you guys are playing it takes two anything else notable between now and our next our next episode well, i'm gonna finish oh i'll let steve go first no let's all talk at once yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was kind of cute <laughs> um i'm I want to because I got a bit of uh, Christmas break time. I want to replay Persona Four. Um, I just had like a really big itch after Seth's chat about Persona Three, but I don't want to play Persona Three, so I'll play Persona Four. And I want to get back into. I want to finally go back and finish Dark Souls. I never finished it. I I lost to Ornstein and Smog too many times. Highly recommend. Yeah. So I bought the remake like a year and a half, two years ago now. Or remake is in like a the upscaled version. And that's it. The, the first game was completely rebuilt. Oh, was it? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's the only reason it works on to, PC. Yeah, can't wait to go to Blight Town and have three frames a second. <laughs> Enjoy. 
No, Black Town was pretty stable, at least on PC, so hopefully it works on Xbox for you. Cool. I think from uh, my perspective, well, I mean, um, Tales of Arise, yeah. It Takes Two, probably a bit more Halo Infinite, and then, I mean, depending on when we start recording again, because I don't know if we've set a date, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, so much Monster Hunter Rise. Yep. I think we'll be back Surf. before Monster Hunter Rise comes out, but uh, for me, it, it Takes Two, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to finish Farm Fantasy fourteen tomorrow. Um uh, at some point I'm going to buy um the new Dark Pictures game and play through that with a friend of the podcast, Jake. And uh, <laughs> Friend uh, is strong word. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, very very strong word. Associate of the podcast. <laughs> Even that's a strong word. <laughs> and there was one other game I wanted to mention and it's it's living in my mind right now, so We'll forget about that. Sonic Forces. No, never again. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? What else thinks? No, I said I'm going to drop it. So, yes, yeah, just oh. move on to Patrick. Sweet. Uh, I think I might grind out Borderlands 2 a bit more. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> no, I... Um, Gotta get those zone I... numbers. I've never finished that game, so maybe you will. <laughs> I've finished it for you, trust me. Um, oh, God, actually, now that I think about it, I've also got several hundred hours in Borderlands 3. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, um... I will not have a gaming computer uh, near me while I'm uh, yeah, visiting family and, and things, so uh, I don't know, it might be a little bit of more like Battle Tower stuff and BDSP, otherwise, um, shoot, I don't know, might, I don't know, play some Vita or something for a change. Mm, some more monster. Uh, who knows? Oh man, the store Maybe. is still up so you can buy something on it. <laughs> True. Or um, I've actually been meaning to. Um, and slowly working towards finishing off generations so that I can finally start generations uh, ultimate properly. Just because I see you next well, year. Like, I I only want I, I I want to port the stuff into Switch because you can only do it a couple times, and I I need everything finished on generations because as soon as I switch to ultimate, I'm never playing generations again. So it's kind of like a need to do it once, do it right type deal. So who knows? Maybe maybe without a gaming PC, I'll just end up playing with Monster Hunter. Lord knows I haven't done that enough. But uh, that will be it for episode 7. People can look forward to everything we've discussed uh, in our next episode, which will be 2022 um, from all of us here at the Fast Travel Lounge. Uh, hopefully you have a safe and wonderful Christmas slash holiday break. Uh, that the, the new year is fun and eventful. Um, hope everyone continues to stay positive and test negative. And... Uh, We'll see you all again in 2022.